you're listening to episode 264 of the Major Issues Podcast. It's the first podcast episode of the year, so we are going to look at all the things set to come out in 2023 and give our predictions. The Major Issues Podcast starts right now. Hello everybody out there in comic book land, my name is George Serrano aka The Don and if you're listening to this, you could only be here for one reason, cause it's a brand new year, but also for a brand new episode of the Major Issues Podcast brought to you each and every week by comicbookclick.com and as always, I am never alone, sir if you could please introduce yourself. Happy New Year Don, it is B Rogue for Days aka Alex, uh, thank you for having me once again. Oh, bro, we have to. We're, we've got a tradition now. Last year, you were on here uh, talking about what you expected, what you liked, what you didn't. We did Future State, where we covered an entire uh, slate of comics looking into the future. And that's what we're here to do today. We're here to look into the future that is 2023 and do our best to predict. Um, what we're going to, odds are, I'm not sitting here trying to see who gets closest to the box office, right? I'm, I want <laughs> to see, uh, just given anything that you've seen, anything that you've heard, whether it be trailers, whether it be comic book previews, whether it be posters, we're just going to try to, uh, guess how these things are going to work, uh, and talk about why we feel these things might be absolutely amazing or may fall short. If you're down. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I mean, 2023 has a crazy slate. And the craziest yes. thing to me about this slate is how much stuff we don't even know when it's coming. We just yes. know it's coming. <laughs> right. And it's it, it's we're all like just waiting for Disney and, and Warner Brothers to be like, next week is <laughs> this new show. And it's gonna be like, oh, you know. So uh, I'm looking forward to a very entertaining and just off the wall year. I wanted to ask you, you know, you have a very busy life. Were you able to get through the 2022 slate? Do you know? Were you able oh, to see anything heck. you wanted to watch? Um, <laughs> I'm going to be quite honest with you. I was able to watch everything that I was aware that I could watch. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. You know Men what I mean? Because there, only, there, you know, there's only so, so much time in the day. And there's just so much stuff. Like the, the the one that pops in my head immediately is Andor. I, I literally okay. watched the first episode of Andor, and that was it. Oh. You know, and I know it's it's. I've heard mostly good things about it. I'd love to eventually get around to watching it, but there's only like you said, so much so much time in the day. Right. You know. Um, so gotta, gotta get on Sandman, bro. <laughs> Thank you. I, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. You, you've been you've been telling me that. You've been telling me that. I do. I need to get on it. Like I'm not gonna lie. I I wanted to watch it the other day, right. and um, I realized I hadn't finished watching another show. Okay. That I was like, okay, I gotta I gotta finish this show before I get into Sandman. So I finished that show now. Okay. But now, so now I will get to Sandman next. I had to. I had to put that. Car, I had to put the turning signals onto that car. You understand? I just had to. No, Sam I appreciate needs it. To, <laughs> to, no, you are right. You are right. If I, into the put, if, I, if I am going to put my time into something, it's got to be something of quality. So yeah. the Sandman, I will happily put my attention onto and probably have my mind blown away by it. So yeah, I look I forward mean, to it. Even me, as somebody, you know, I do this each and every week. 
um, cover a, a bunch of different shows and movies. While I think I covered the majority of the slate of comic book stuff, there's still a litany of actual pop culture stuff. Movies that have come out that everyone was raving about, like the Marilyn Monroe biopic that everybody was talking crazy about. I haven't seen it yet. I want to see The Menu. I want to see Violent Night. So even me, I'm up to the brim with majority of what's come out. I've seen nothing Arrowverse in, I think, a calendar year. Um, most majority of those shows went by the wayside, so they're not coming back. Um, but we have a bunch of new shows, a bunch of new films. And the one thing that this entire podcast is predicated on, we're going to get a bunch of new comics. Um, there are some events that I think will be coming soon from both Marvel and DC, but some of them sound kind of familiar. Some of them sound kind of, <laughs> some of them sound kind of like, oh, so... All right. Yeah. Yeah. As a comic reader, how explain to me your process of getting excited by like the previews of it all. Like, um, can you at this point being a a veteran read a synopsis and be like, oh, yeah, that's not going to like who's writing that. And that's yeah, that character. Yeah, that's not that's not going to work. Or is is it open minded for the entire for the entirety of it? Well, on a whole. I, I try to be open-minded because at the end of the day, there is an audience for these, for these books. You know, there yes. are people who, who don't care about creative teams. All they want is to see their characters. And there are some people who are just fan of those creative teams that I may not be a fan of that. I just kind of have to go, okay, that's, that's your team. Uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fault you on it. You know what I mean? Like if, if you believe in that writer and that artist, sure let's 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 get to it um but on a whole for me personally yeah like like for me like i i have no hope for let's say the uh what is what is what is the next venom thing that's coming up what is it called um oh oh, the uh the summer of the symbiotes yes 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 (laughs) i have no hope for for that event you know um it's I'm just so tired of the symbiotes. I mean, I, I know everybody loved the Donny Cates Venom run, but mm-hmm. to me, at the end, it really fizzled. Um, to me, uh, what was what was the? You event? think it got too big? You think it, it got yeah, too it, big it, for its it, own it, britches, it, kinda? Yes, yes, it got too big, and to, for me, Null was very anticlimactic. You know, right. they set him up as this unbelievable force, and it just to me was like, oh, that's it. Like okay, you you did the the classic, the hero's dead. Oh no, he's not. And then he comes back and he and he whoops Null's ass like as if yeah. though he was just a regular villain. Right, right. Um, the and then the setup afterwards where he basically becomes the symbiote god was I, I, it, it interested me enough to to keep reading it afterwards during, with the whole Rom V. Um, Rom V and Al Ewing run, right? But I quickly got bored of it after I want to say five or six issues. Okay, it just it just didn't hold me. So I I don't have any hype for the symbiotes, but I know I know that um that there are people who love the symbiotes who love this Rom V Al Ewing. Even the I believe Rom V is even writing the the current Carnage book. So okay. yeah, I'm not gonna hate on those people. Like, hey man, you'll read it, love it, talk to us about it, let us know you know so it's and it's also slated to be 
<clears throat> a big thing. So okay. let's let's see how it affects the world of Marvel, so to speak. You know, let's stick with Marvel. Uh, do you have with your twenty twenty three vision? <laughs> do you have uh, any idea some of the big events that'll be going on for Marvel in twenty twenty three? Oh man, um, listen, if you're if you jumped off the X Men train after. Um, Jonathan Hickman left. Get back on, baby. I've you been seeing what Hank's been up to, bro. <laughs> and Hank's been up to <laughs> Hank has been up to some stuff, man. Even I, I said what you just said. I said, I think I have to get back onto X-Men. I think I have to find, I get on a boat and swim my ass yep. back to Krakoa. Yep. Yep, yep. Because not just Krakoa, and not just, um, not just Beast. Because I mean, I'm, I'll be honest with you, I'm not even, I'm aware of what's going on with X Force and Wolverine, but I'm not reading it. I, it's, I really had to condense my reading. I am so bogged down. My, my, my back issue lists, uh, it's, it's ridiculous. And oh, so wow. when, when I did my pruning, I had to, I, I said, okay, you know, Wolverine and X Force, you, you unfortunately got to go. But I, I'm still keeping tabs on it, and I'm aware of what's happening. Uh, yeah, so that stuff is heinous. But with everything that's leading up to with this um, the Sins of Sinister event, which mm-hmm. will then lead right into the Fall of X, which is like which is like the next phase of of the what was supposed to be Hickman's run, but now has become uh, the Kieran Kelly and Company run. It, it's Sins of Sinister is shaping to be this generation's Age of Apocalypse. And anybody who's about my age or or just knows classic events, the Age of Apocalypse was amazing. Like I still love rehashing that event. I still love going back and being like, oh man, like look at all these cool things they did with all these different characters and mm-hmm. and these these wild things they had occur. So to see that idea rehashed, but through the lens of sinister who is by far and away one of the best characters to come out of this hickman run that he established yeah it's it's awesome it's i'm really looking forward to it i want to see what's going to come of this you know this whole idea that sinister can reshape the marvel universe is is going to be a lot of fun and seeing sinister in the center of it with his scheming and i mean he's got like some of the best dialogue in the entirety of of (laughs) this of this run so to see him at the center of it just just manipulating things it's going to be a lot of fun and then to see where it leads to with the fall of x Mm -hmm. you know i would say if if you're an x-men fan or just somebody who wants to read something that's going to be fun and crazy get on it what is your thoughts on um sinister being somebody that movie fans get to know like do you are you down to have a live action mr sinister do you think he works oh, in live action oh man man yeah i mean hey, come on if <laughs> if if we can make gardens of the galaxy work we can yeah. make anything work you know what i mean yeah I, I look at gardens of the galaxy when people doubt the abilities of translating comics to screen i always point to gardens of the galaxy Yes, <laughs> you you turn people into fans of characters that ninety percent of even comic book fans were barely aware of into household names. Yep. Star Lord, Gamora, a talking tree by the name of Groot, uh, <laughs> Rocket Raccoon, uh, Drax the Destroyer, 
I mean, come on. These characters are not are they're not. They're not A-list characters. They're 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 not B-list characters. They're C and D listers who they turned into household names. That by the end of the movie, uh, that first movie, people were crying over the talking tree is dead. <laughs> that they just met. That they just met. And all he said was three words. You know? So yeah, you, you can easily turn all these I mean, the X-Men have so many characters that have yet to even hit the screen and a villain like Sinister who at one point Fox, you know, was, I believe trying to get Brian Cranston to play him. I'm like, man, that would have been awesome. Brian Cranston as Mr. Sinister. Come on. Yeah. Bring it, bring it. Or, you know, if you take it further back, I mean, just imagine like a guy like Tim Curry playing. Oh, he would have killed it. (laughs) He would have murdered it. He would have chewed that all up. And it's, it's, it's weird because like he, he fits as a X-Men villain with his him being a, like him studying evolution, him doing his own uh, experimentation on himself. Like he is the the worst case scenario, I guess. <laughs> you know, when it comes to what people fear with mutants, like he believes in in the the literal end game for mutant kind, and that's got to be a, a compelling villain. They, I, I bring him up because. We seem to go to the Magneto well a lot when it comes to these films, and I wonder if you know fleshing out Sinister in comics could lead to his eventual um, appearance in the MCU. We, like you said, they teased him at the end of Logan. Somebody who worked for Essex Corp was seen um, taking some of Wolverine's blood. Um, but yeah, we never, we never got there. So, but we will be looking out for Sins of Sinister, which I believe starts this month. If I'm not mistaken, so there is that. Um, wow, I even I didn't realize it was that soon. Yeah, <laughs> I am just that far behind right now. On, it happens, man. On, yeah, it's there's there's so much. I mean, DC's got a got their whole year almost slated. They got um, you know, they got their whole um, Superman universe coming together, where <clears throat> you know Superman's at the center, uh, being written by Joshua Williamson. Uh, the guy who recently just came off of, I believe, like a three or four year run on the Flash that was really, really good. Yeah. So to see him helming Superman and putting Superman back in the center with the Superman family around him is like, ooh, where is this going to go? What is this leading to? Uh, DC has come out with their own little <clears throat> timeline for the year with all these like micro events happening with all yeah. their characters. Mm-hmm. So it, it's cool to see like, all right, where is this going to go to? You know, um, I really feel that for DC, this is, this is going to be a huge year. Um, whether it's going to be good or bad, I have no idea. Um, I'll be honest <laughs> right. with you. Cause I, I, I'm, I'm not the biggest DC fan. Um, DC has more often than not. I mean, look, this time last year, we talked about future state, right? Yeah. Uh, future state was supposed to like set up this whole amazing run of DC books. And one, we covered all those books, and most of it honestly didn't come to fruition. Um, I guarantee you, if you look around, most people go, well, there was a whole bunch of Batman books, and (laughs) there was some other stuff going on, but nothing that was really monumentous. I mean, I think they had their their event that just closed, which which is what's leading into this year's books, but most people don't even know about that event. Um, I believe it was called the Dark Crisis, was it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and and um, yeah, most people weren't even aware of it. And honestly, it it wasn't to me. It wasn't like monumental. It didn't carry the weight of say like a Final Crisis 
or even like a dark uh, or, or even like a death metal. <clears throat> it yeah. was just it, it, I, I, it's, it's hard to you can summarize. become numb. You can become numb to some of this stuff when when yeah. every time the universe is is at risk and every time like a godlike being you know comes down and we have to find a way and i i, I totally get that um as you were I, i'm a i consider myself a big dc fan and i give them a lot of crap because i believe that they can do better and even what you were just saying is like oh yo they center the, the dc universe around superman they realize that superman should be the head of this and should be the main focus so let's see what happens well they did that at the end of doomsday clock they they said, yep. <laughs> they said well you know superman and then they, and then they did it in the beginning of rebirth where they were like you know what we need to fix superman so it's like i kind of i kind of believe them but i wonder how much of this publication stuff um, is going to be driven by the narrative that they want to start using in, um, in film and stuff. You know how they like to test out these things, and they are not doing well <laughs> right now when it comes to uh, film. James Gunn has said that he will be um, overseeing a bit of the continuity that comes between the comics, the video games, the movies, and the television shows. So I wonder if any of this stuff is them testing the waters uh, to see if any of these properties sink or swim and then whether or not they could use them uh later on it'll be interesting to see what comes out of this because they have the dawn of dc is their big thing right yep that is uh, that is the centerpiece <clears throat> the timeline that they're using mm -hmm. um with like i said the i mean doom patrol i think that's going to be cool like the idea that they're actually giving doom patrol this this spotlight uh yeah. this whole lazarus planet thing that they're setting up Yep. yep. Uh, like I said, the Superman family's headed into a, a big direction. Uh, Green Lantern is 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 in the midst of this, as well as, of course, Batman. But oh, uh, yeah, there's 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 a there's a, there's a lot there's a lot to to look at here. That all right, DC, please swing for the fences here. You know, um, the same way in wrestling, where like when when WWE has no competition. They can they can kind of meander a bit, mm -hmm. knowing that well, where 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 are the fans going to turn to? Yeah, this you know is what the I mean. Best day people got <laughs> right, so it's like so even when they suck, they're like you're, we're still getting the fans' attention because where are you going to go? Right. But when you know stuff like AEW and ROH are are competing now for for time, uh, they have to they have to maintain a high level of of uh, of quality have to maintain a high level of quality so when dc when dc is challenging marvel it just makes everybody that much better and to be quite honest with you the indies are still to me where the most part where it's at yeah however however you know most people walk into the comic shops because of the big two and once they walk in then you can sit there and go hey you gotta you gotta check out this other crazy stuff that's being published by these other companies right. um so all in all everybody's helping everybody, you know, um, <laughs> much, yeah, I much. Think, like I think it's too, yeah, I think it's super cool that you could walk in, like you said, walk into a comic shop because you want to get on the next Superman thing. And then you find out that there's a new Superman writer and, and, uh, artist. And then maybe if you fall in love with that run, you can find yourself looking at their indie stories and indie books. So these could, it could be uh, comics are a gateway drug people. This is what happens. Yeah, oh, <laughs> that, 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 that they are. Definitely a gateway drug. Um, uh, yeah, because I believe the big thing with Superman recently is that they gave back his secret identity. Yes, they did. I, yes, 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 they did. Yes, they did. 
So it's I'm moving forward with that, and I still kind of blame them from aging up John Kent because I can't have my super sons no more. But it is what it is. I just wanted my super sons, bro. <laughs> I that know. Was it. I like I know, little I Damien DC, and little D, John, man. D, so I know, cool. I know, I know. DC every now and again like throws out a mini series where it's like, oh yeah, remember when they were kids together? Here's here's a story that we didn't cover. So here's like six issues. Enjoy. You know, so we're, we're kind of hoping more of that comes around. But for now, we have grown up Jonathan Kent. Yes. Yeah. Who was the Superman until he uh, people thought he got to um, various different things. And, <laughs> and now Clark's back. So, like, nothing so, ever happened. Like, uh, that, that Fox Batman is still around, though, isn't he? Uh, what do you mean, Fox Batman? Fox as uh the name, not Lucius. It was the other Oh, you're talking about um the uh yes, yes, he's still he's still around. How much he's gonna factor into what's coming up, I, I honestly don't know. But I right. do know he still I'm pretty sure he still has a book. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, so so I'm yeah, I'm pretty sure I saw it on the shelf. So I'm I'm looking at this Dawn of DC. I don't know if it's like a teaser poster or what. Looks like Brainiac tendrils. Uh, on it, I don't know if that's if that's leading to anything. Um, stand by, stand by. That's all we could do. That's all we could do. Any other events on your end? Um, no. I mean, I mean, there's, there's there are other things happening for my Star Wars fans. You know, there's that whole Hidden Empire that's going on. <clears throat> so, I wonder let's how, see how hard that it is pan- to write for Star Wars with already there being so much established canon. Uh yeah, I mean well, <laughs> it'd have to have a, like a handbook because it'd be like, oh, uh, well no, you can't give them those socks. Those socks are only on the planet. Yada yada. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. No no, but um, <clears throat> I mean the canon was basically rewritten once Disney bought Star Wars. Yeah, and once they did that, a, and then when basically when they, when especially with the new trilogy. Mm-hmm. The way they fit everything in with that is they like they I I tell people all the time who are like oh man you know the movie sucked at explaining where like say Palpatine's you know that whole hidden army he had on that on that freaking planet yeah um the comics are really good at filling in the holes for like oh hey, hey let's let's use the comic book to 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 explain how, how he amassed this army on this wow. planet they're filling um, plot holes with the books yes yes they do yes they do because. Because the old canon from like you know Dark Horse and even the um, the novels is mostly wiped away. Yeah, you know, Disney Legend. Disney ha- Disney has like cherry picked certain aspects of those stories mm-hmm. and kept them around, but it, it for the most part it's it's not it's not that canon anymore. It's, it's so, like DC Rebirth. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Like, Reboot. Oh, Hit the button, yeah, baby. Parts of Flashpoint. Parts of pre Flashpoint. But you couldn't make a bet on what it was because they they pick and choose what what parts are. are. I see people getting excited by some of their EU um, and and uh, what was the other one? Legends canon being honored in things like Andor or Obi Wan and stuff like that. Little Easter eggs to those people who are steeped in the lore. I see them um, uh, being championed. So yeah, I dig on all that. Oh, uh, we got. We definitely have some big films coming in yeah. 2023, bro. Oh, we do. Uh, we got some Marvel. We got some DC. 
We got a Sony film. <laughs> Two Sony films. Absolutely bananas. So I want to get your your predictions. You don't. They don't have to be obvious. Like I said again, it doesn't have to be specific. But just your thoughts and your predictions. Uh, what do you think you'll think <laughs> on February seventeenth when Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania comes out? Um, <clears throat> man. Um, I'll be honest with you. I'm not a trailer guy. I try to avoid the trailers. I try mm. to avoid as much spoilers as possible. But damn you! Um, I, I believe it was Black Panther two. <laughs> I, I saw. Oh, it had the trailer up front. Yeah. Okay. 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 So, so I saw it, and I'm not gonna lie. I was like totally into it. Like, oh my god, they're they're doing the 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 microverse and and they're finally explaining all that stuff and they draw you like you know my quick eyes were so quick to be like oh i see where they're connecting it to this show and what they can do here and how they can do this here so i'm not gonna lie i have i have, I have i'm hyped for it i genuinely am hyped um seeing uh jonathan majors as as kang I was not, gonna ask not, you that, yeah. Not some, not some weirdo. He who at, remains? <laughs> not yeah. He who remains, or who is this dude at the end of the Loki show? Right. But see him come out and and be Kang, this the conqueror. You know what I mean? And the look and the, the way he just drops that line on on Scott, where he's just like Ant Man. You know, like yeah. oh man. So like, what's it gonna like, be, Ant Man? Ant Man. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like you little bastard. You know, so it's so <laughs> literally it's so it's so it's so good. It's so if it, it feels so ripe yeah. for for this movie to to like be the thing that just makes everything else explode. Um, right. to to just blow up all these characters because I I love Kang. The, he's he's an interesting villain. He has such an interesting backstory, despite the fact that I am not a fan of time travel in of itself. Oh Kang, yeah, just, those two things are. <laughs> I was about to say because yeah, you've told me on multiple occasions, even on this show, you don't like time travel. Uh, I, we covered a bit of Kang when we were talking about um, Earth's Mightiest Heroes. When we yes, covered we did. Earth's Mightiest Heroes, we yes, were talking we, yes, we about, about Kang. Yes, we, we were like, yeah, I do not dig time travel story I, I don't i don't i don't but kang is an interesting villain he is <clears throat> you know maybe a step below dr doom okay. in that manner i mean the dude can can drop some serious knowledge and some serious um monologues right so so to see and then to see a, an actor of jonathan majors is his talent uh just finally because i was excited to see him in the loki show but when he came out as Goofy. As goofy, I was yeah. like, "What? What?" I was like, "Don't tell me this is Kang. Don't right. don't tell me this is Kang. This right, isn't right. Kang." I can totally is, see which that. Is, which for me was one of the reasons. Like, people are so quick to say Loki was the best show. Loki was the best show. I'm like, eh, no, I disagree. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, can't. So can't, with it, with can't. with you knowing that it's not Kang now, does that soften the blow of that at all? Uh, yeah, it definitely does. It definitely does. Okay. Like, I'm happy that that version. Or variants, however, which way they want to say it, was not really Kang. Yeah. You know, maybe it was some variant version of him or whatever. But he just this, they do that in the comics as well. You know, Kang himself is uh, he's also you know he's he's Rama Tut. He's this, you know this Egyptian uh, pharaoh. Lad, yeah. He's Iron Lad at one point, correct? He's he's also, I believe, the Scarlet Centurion. 
Could you see him coming back and being reused for Iron Lad when all this is said and done? Like when they finish him, when they're done with him? Because <laughs> um, Secret Wars is around the corner. So like I know Kang is going to have his time, but I feel like we're kind of going to jump over a bit of that to get to Fantastic Four, Secret Wars. All oh, that's supposed to be coming in 2020, like five, six. Well, it all depends on how Marvel wants. I mean, because, you know, Marvel to me has, has kind of, as as under the radar, but for for me, it's kind of obvious that they're building the Young Avengers. Right. Iron Iron Lad is a key member, at least in the early goings of, of the team. So mm-hmm. yeah, this this could be a way to bring him in. This could be a way to bring him in, or 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 not. <laughs> is it said? <laughs> is it is it said straight up that he's Kang? Like, is that something that? That is. Oh yeah. Revealed yeah, yeah early no, on? no, no, like, oh, yeah, by no. By the way, in, in the comics, in the comics, I, I, from what I recall, like. Within the first, if not six, it was definitely within the first like twelve issues. It's revealed that yeah, oh. this is this is young, <laughs> this is young Kang. This is the greatest thing ever. Okay, so according, <laughs> to, according to Wikipedia, sixteen-year-old Nathaniel Nate Richards is rescued by time-traveling adult self, the villainous Kang the Conqueror, moments before bullies would cause him to be hospitalized for years of his life from a knife attack, an event that originally shaped his development into a villain. So he goes back to stop the original sin. <laughs> there it is. And allows the kid to, I guess, grow without. Now, is it is is the idea with Iron Lad, like, is it nature versus nurture? Like, is he always just going to end up? Okay. Uh, basically. Basically. <laughs> okay. Basically. Because I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that's what ends up happening with him, where he ends up going back into the time stream so he can become Kang. I, I from it, That's one thing. Again, time travel, it just confuses the crap out of me. <laughs> Yeah. And that's one of those stories that when it did wrap up, I was like, wait, what? What the hell? Huh? huh? Excuse me? Wait, where where are we going now? You know? Um, mm-hmm. And that's Iron Lad. I, I do know that. I mean, after <clears throat> that original iteration of the team, there was no Iron Lad anymore. Yeah. After that, there was, there was no Iron Man-esque member of the team. Because I even believe, I believe even his armor becomes like the new vision. Oh really? If, if that yeah, if that makes any <laughs> sense, if yeah, which I even even as I'm saying it, I'm like, is that how it happened? Because it was so <laughs> weird. It was so weird. Like they they felt so grounded originally, and then once they did that that whole um, reveal that Iron Lad is who, where everybody else kind of felt realistic, where it's like, oh yeah, Isaiah Bradley, you're the the uh, the grandson of of the Black Captain America from from world war two uh, yeah. that 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 makes sense oh you know kate bishop yeah okay you're you're someone who's this amazingly talented archer that looks up to hawkeye sure um uh hulkling you you are the you are the the son of captain marvel and the scroll queen or scroll princess okay that's cool um Oh, uh, Scarlet Witch's kids. It turns out that they're real and they grew up. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. Cool. We're bringing back that continuity. And then when it was just like, oh, by the way, Iron Lad, you're Kang. Wait, what? <laughs> how are we gonna How are we gonna resolve this? We're gonna have so, to. Yeah, we're gonna have to make it work. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So that was that was just a, a crazy a crazy time. You know, one of those crazy reveals. But all in all. To see Ant Man and Wasp, and even you know, you know, uh, stature as hopefully yeah. we will get to be called in the movie, have have that, and also even having the 
the you know Michelle Pfeiffer and the OGs, being the Janet movie, the OGs, and <laughs> Janet and Hank, right, right, right. You know, see them do their thing along, and then I feel like I feel like uh, Janet like dated Kang <laughs> when she was stuck in the. Oh <laughs> yeah, that'd be crazy. She was yeah, she was yeah, so yeah. scared to go back. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah like, she was oh, so scared. Oh, man, my my ex boyfriend, <laughs> my ex boyfriend. Oh my god. Yeah. It was a different time, Hank. <laughs> you, know? you, I thought I was dead. You thought I was dead. You know, don't please don't hate me for this. You speaking know, of, speaking of that D word, I'm gonna ask this for several different things, but most likely Marvel. Do you think someone will die in Quantum Mania? <sighs> um, because I'm thinking it, Scotty might not be long for this world. I, well, I see that's the easy one, but I I so? think. I think that's I, well because it's too easy to get to get rid of him for that emotional gravitas. However, yeah. at the same time, I, I hate to be mean, but we have two aging actors that we could easily <laughs> they just turn to dust. It doesn't like, even have uh, to do with the plot. They just that, right, right. It's decompose. just like, oh my god, you killed you killed Hank, and it's just like, nah, man, I had a stroke. Yeah, that's dead. It's completely unrelated. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's completely you know, unrelated. You know, he's just I, old, I, he's sitting I, down. Yeah, right, right. I, that's it, man. I broke. I broke my leg and I fell off one of these, you know, micro clouds. Yeah, you know, um, I, no, that's you, it. You're totally right about that. Cause I, I think that there's a reason why this phase is starting with Ant Man. Um, majority of the phases that Ant Man has been a part of, he's been the last or like the second to last film. He's mostly been used for the comic relief after a major event, like Age of Ultron, etc. So the idea that he's starting the phase makes me think that they're trying to lull us into a false sense of security, and then somebody's gonna get got. So, um, yeah, man, Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Media. I'm, I'm hoping big things for it. The Ant Man series is probably my my least favorite of. The MCU, because I feel like sometimes they don't nail the balance correctly. Um, but you know, we got Ant Man on on the silver screen. Like you can't, I can't. I'm not here complaining. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, one month later, thirty days after Ant Man the Wasp: Quantum Mania comes out, we will have Shazam: Fury of the Gods, and I do not care. <laughs> you are not alone. <laughs> I mean, I really enjoyed the first Shazam movie. Yeah. And honestly, the trailer just doesn't give me any sort of hype because it really just feels like, oh, we're doing part one again. Oh, did you, you, get know? That? Did you see that trailer? I, I did see that trailer. Okay. I did see that. Yeah, um, I did see that trailer. Again, I think it was before a Marvel movie or, or whatever movie I may have seen. Yeah. Um, And it was, it was lackluster for me. It was just like, oh, this dude you know, gave his family powers, brought his family together, uh, showed that he could handle this responsibility. And the trailer starts with him being mopey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no, this is not what I want to see this Shazam for. You know, this, this was the lighthearted Shazam. This is the lighthearted movie. Uh, why, why am I, why do I get these, these Batman V Superman vibes right now? You know, why does everything have to be dark? You know, so I, I really don't have anything to look forward to with this movie. I can't even th think of a villain that I saw in the trailer. Like, <laughs> uh, I, I don't think there is one. Um, I can tell you who's playing a villain. I don't know who she's playing. Uh, Helen Mirren will be in the film. 
um she'll be playing somebody i think she's playing a, i think he's fighting against the greek gods which, oh is it okay okay oh yeah sorry. is that, I is that helen mirren is that a storyline is that a thing uh, i do know there are greek gods in dc i just don't know okay. how how they're utilized i thought she might have been playing um uh granny goodness that's what uh, I was hoping she listen, was playing. The only Granny Goodness casting I want is Kathy Bates. That's it. That, that's <laughs> it. That'd I need awesome. Kathy Bates as Granny Goodness. I especially I saw I felt like that's who she was modeled after in Mr. Miracle. Like I'm reading Mr. Miracle and I'm like, that's that's Kathy Bates. <laughs> they done drew Kathy Bates. Um my the, the saddest thing about it is I really, really did like um Shazam the first one. But we're now we're four years later. And all those children are a bit older. So I think that all of that's going to be a little weirder. You know how uh, in comics, kids never grow. So you don't got to worry about that. Right, right. And that, yeah, and that's another thing. I just seen that's another thing in the trails I noticed. I'm like, because you could tell in the trails, like, man, these these kids are, are you know. Yeah, they've hit puberty. <laughs> they, yeah, they, they they've hit kids, puberty. You know, yeah. you know we, we, and they look like the Saved by the Bell uh, cast, you know. <laughs> Yes, and oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Freaking forty Power Rangers, forty year olds in, in walking through the halls. Um, and then I always have to mention this because of DC's um, inability to explain things with Shazam, where they still have the problem that he cannot introduce himself. <laughs> that's that's still the 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 piece of popcorn in my teeth. This idea that. Billy Batson transforms into Shazam by saying Shazam. So he can never say, hello, I am Shazam. My name <laughs> is Shazam. The name yep. of the... We are the Shazam family. He can't say any of that. Because he would say, we are the... And he would transform. So, yeah. And um, the rumor... Another rumor was that uh, Dwayne Johnson was asked to do a cameo for this film. And he turned it down. Oh my God! With the rumors, and obviously these are just rumors, but rumors that um he, he didn't think it was big enough. He didn't think it was you know worthy enough, which goes to show you what he thought of Black Adam. Like your entire role is to get the is to get the baby face over, bro. You're the heel. <laughs> You're the bad guy. It's not about you. It's about getting the kid over. And uh, yeah, does not care about any of that. But regardless. Like it or not, it's still coming. And it might be that one of the last remnants of um, the DC universe as we know it. Be. Speaking of last remnants, May 5th, 2023, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Oh. Already admitted to be the last James Gunn Guardians of the Galaxy film and almost hinted at being the last iteration of this version of the Guardians of the Galaxy. What's on your mind? What you thinking? I, I'm thinking, you know, it's James Gunn. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, so many people w- weren't um, the biggest fans of part two. Uh, I loved part two. I, I tell people who f- I feel like the people who aren't parents mm-hmm. um, don't don't really get part two. Um, as as a parent, you you. I watched that movie and it, and it, and it brings tears to my eyes. You know, the, the whole idea that you're, you're seeking, you're, you, we're all kind of always seeking our parents' approval. And yeah. for, for Star-Lord, he's seeking his parents, period. You know, yeah. his mom died at a young age. He was quickly abducted. He never knew his dad. And now he's a grown man and he's finally meeting his father. And it's, it's bringing out all these emotions. 
the whole idea that he has to raise this baby Groot, you know, and everybody's coming to all these emotional heads with with their characters. It, to me, was great. I mean, I really wish part two would have delved more into the sadness of of Drax. I mean, yeah. a, man, a man who's who's refound the idea of family, but at the same time, still mourning the death of his of his family. Right. So there was there's so much there's so much there in that movie that to me. It, if you're not a parent, and at, I feel like at that phase of the Marvel Universe, people were still wanting to see just action and and uh, ex- excess humor, I guess you could say. Whereas that movie didn't have that. It did, you know, it had a bit yeah. of it, had a bit of it, but I, I think not to the degree or what people wanted, so to speak. So a lot of people I know weren't fans of Part Two, right. but um, to me, st- uh, for me, I'm still very much looking forward to Part Three. And I still haven't even gotten around to speaking of things I haven't gotten around to watching. I haven't even seen the Christmas special yet. Okay. You know what I mean? Or, or, or I think it's what is it called a holiday special? Right? Yeah. 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 <clears throat> so, um, but all, all in all, it's to me, it's going to be this great swan song. I, I did see, I did see um, the trailer. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> Again, it, it did pop up I, I, in front of some movie I, I was watching. It happens, and, man. Sometimes this stuff is unavoidable. Yeah, you, yeah. Well, that's that, you just can't avoid it. And then once it's on the screen, I, I can't turn away. Ah, you know, it's just it's in my face. And I dug it. I was like, okay, I can see. I see what they're doing with this. I see what they're doing with this. And I, I would, I would assume, much like you said with Ant Man, somebody's probably going to die in this movie. Um, I'm really hoping it's not Rocket. I'm really hoping it isn't uh, Star Lord. Uh, to me, a, a fitting character to see their end go is, is probably Drax, you know? Um, so that could probably happen. But I, I do believe this is going to be great. I, I I do hope that this isn't the end of these characters or at least the idea of the Guardians of the Galaxy because they themselves, much like the Avengers, have a rotating lineup. So yeah. I, I would hope that later on, some director would come along who can say, "Hey, you know, here is the next iteration of Guardians of the Galaxy, and let's let's now give more D-listers their time to shine because there are so many members of the Guardians of the Galaxy who have yet to who have yet to even really appear on screen. A bunch of them appeared on screen at the end of uh, Part Two yes. during during um yeah, like Charlie eighty eight. And them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Charlie, with Charlie twenty-seven, I believe. Twenty-seven. Charlie twenty-seven. Uh, <laughs> no, it's all right. It's all right. I, there, there might have eventually have been an eighty-eight. You know, uh, so, <laughs> you know, but, yeah, all, star. Yes, yeah, star uh, fox or star sky hawk. hawk. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But these are all like, <laughs> weird characters. But you know, yeah. give them their chance. Give them their chance. So I, I, I do hope that that's what comes about from Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. Um, so I'll give you my take on Guardians 2, why I initially didn't like it as much as Guardians 1. Um, I was a bit impatient because Guardians 2 is very close to um, Infinity War. And we had we still hadn't found out where the Soul Stone was. So people started to think that possibly Guardians was going to be used to move the goalpost. But Guardians almost has nothing to do with Infinity War. <laughs> like it almost has... Like, you could watch Guardians 1. I mean, I guess Nebula joining the team or whatever. Kraglin, the death of Yondu or whatever. But, like, mm-hmm. I wanted the comic to move 
the MCU plot forward, to be the next thing to move the MCU plot forward. And so when that didn't happen, I remember leaving the theater and being like, I enjoyed that, but why do I feel empty? And I realized what I was looking for, I didn't necessarily get. But on its own, apropos of nothing, just watching, it's an amazing film. It's an amazing film, has an amazing, uh, I think it's, I think its message is a bit deeper. Um, I think its music choices are amazing. Um, Guardians 2 is a sleeper hit for me because if you're not if you're not looking in the right areas, you're gonna miss some of the real wholesomeness of that film. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll say that about Guardians. I remember how adamant Dave Batista was to leave the making of this third Guardians if James Gunn wasn't going to stay on. That's right. Yeah. And so this makes me believe that this is probably going to be Drax's swan song. Um, mm-hmm. If Gunn is leaving, perhaps Sean Gunn is leaving. If Sean Gunn is leaving, perhaps Rocket is leaving. <laughs> you know, because uh, Sean Gunn, if I'm not mistaken, does the mocap for Rocket, or at least you know, walks around on his knees. Yeah, So I wonder if those two are not going to be long for this world. They're introducing the High Evolutionary. They're introducing Adam Warlock. These are going to be two big, uh, you know, things. I wonder if they both stick around past these adventures here. Um, you got to think that they want to bust open the cosmic part of Marvel sometime soon. And introducing some of those characters can really help do that. Um, I don't know. I don't know what to expect going into Guardians 3. Um, I was blown away by the very first one. I was surprised by how heartfelt the second one is. The genuineness of the holiday special is something I've said I, you, that kind of blew me away. James Gunn just really cares about these characters and his shows, and it, it comes through. So regardless of where he decides to take it, I know it's going to be entertaining. I'm really looking forward to Guardians of Volume 3. Um, the next thing I have here on my list is unequivocally the thing I am most looking forward to next year. It is Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Um, oh. June 2nd, 2023. You want to talk about Blown Away. Besides Guardians... The first Spider-Verse film blew me away. I went and watched it in the afternoon with my roommate because we had nothing to do. And I was like, well, I cover comic book stuff. I should probably watch that little and that little cute animated Spider-Man film. And like I like I laughed. I almost cried. I gasped. Like that film to me is damn near a perfect superhero film. Yep. And so I was terrified. Because uh, I like Black Panther 1 and Black Panther 2 kind of got marred with all the other stuff it had to do and the loss of Chadwick Boseman. I loved Wonder Woman 1, Wonder Woman 2, not that great. Um, Spider-Verse 1, loved it. So this one I was a little bit trepidatious on, but they had a trailer for it. And it has the perfect amounts of the things that I was looking for um, in this film to continue. Like the feeling, the vibe, and they play some musical notes from the first one that just gets you. Cause if you've watched the first one and you like it and you've watched it enough, you can tell parts of their, the music. And um, this will probably coincide with the Spider-Man two video game that will be coming out for Sony. Oh yeah. 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 That's right. Um, so between that, then those two things like so- Sony's about to have another billion dollar a year <laughs> and they're going to throw all that money away, uh, putting it on, um, you know, bad bets on Morbius two or whatever the hell is going on over there. But I am super duper looking forward to Spider-Man across the spider verse. 
I almost feel like I can only go down from here. So I'm hoping that it's great. But what are your thoughts? What do you think? Uh, do you think it has the possibility to be as good or even better than the first? I, I mean, again, like just like you said, the first movie blew me away. Um, and it, one of the things I'm, I'm sorry to say, just again, I'm speaking from the the father's a father's perspective. Yeah, is <clears throat> I love that that first movie turned my son into the ultimate Miles fan. Awesome. Um, he, like you ask him, who's, who's the best Spider-Man? Or who's your favorite Spider-Man? He'll tell you, Miles. Miles. And yeah. I love that. I love that. I love that. <clears throat> for he him, has like, a Spider-Man. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, like that's his Spider-Man. Like, he, he you know, and I, I love Miles. But for me, when I think of Spider-Man, I think of Peter Parker. Yeah. So sure. that's what I was raised with. So for him to see this character and not just like to see this character, but to see this character flourish and be this symbol of not just minorities, but kids themselves like, that they can gravitate to is like, yeah, that's my Spider-Man. That's the, that the, I, I can, I, you know, I can. I can acknowledge this this person that's more like me than eh, that grown man Peter Parker. So yeah. I, I love that. I love that, and also just the inclusion of all the other Spider pe- people, as well as Spider Gwen. I love just her design from the moment she first appeared on the cover of Edge Spider Verse number two. I was like, that is an amazing <laughs> design. You Even know, with the, the ballet the, slippers, <laughs> exactly the ballet slippers, the the hoodie, the the pink and black and white. Oh, it's it's gorgeous to look at, and then the the fact that they give her this amazing character in the in the movie. She's not just this 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 girl, so to speak. She's she's right. a character. She's not a girl Spider Man. <laughs> right. Sometimes she's, people can get. Sometimes uh, companies can get pretty lazy and just slap on. Well, this is just there. It is right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So you know all these amazing characters, and now we have the opportunity to to, to further the lore of this Spider-Verse, which, again, I, <laughs> I'm i not a huge fan in general of the concept. Right. However, it's so... Even in the comic books, I loved it, when the, the way they did it. And, and that first movie was so great that I'm really looking forward to seeing what they do with these characters. And, the, and now they're bringing in Spider-Man 2099, mm-hmm. as well as the... Um, I believe they call him Spider Punk. I think there's another. They got bombastic that... Bagman. <laughs> oh yeah, the bomb pad. There, there he is. There it is. <laughs> and and I love the fact that they're they're making uh, at least one of the villains because I think there there are two villains, but one yeah. of the villains is the Spot. Yes. And uh, the Spot for me has always like I've always had a soft spot for him because. <laughs> because I always thought he was a cool character. Here, yeah. this this character that that can create all these miniature, like little teleportation holes, and and I, I always thought, man, this this should be a more fearsome type villain. But it turns out he was more of a joke. Yeah. So the fact that they're turning him into this serious heavy hitter type villain who's going to go up against multiple Spider characters, I I'm really excited for. Very much excited for. You know, you brought that up and it, it's created kind of a, a, a train of thought in my mind because that's also something I think they nailed in that first Spider-Man, uh, Spider-Verse film. Their villains were terrifying. Prowler is nobody's A-list villain. That's not happening. <laughs> but they, but the way he's portrayed in that film, when he's chasing Miles on the motorcycle and his claws are ripping into metal and all that kind of stuff, and it, they almost give him an animalistic noise that plays when he shows up 
Yeah. Um, it, it it's 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 raw and gritty and 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 guttural. Um, and then Kingpin. Like spoiler alert, if you haven't seen this amazing movie from five years ago, he kills Spider Man. Yeah. Like you get to see the depth of their villainy, like in the first twenty minutes. Yep. And and you you're fully aware. Um, so I I bet you money they're gonna make the spot terrifying. Like he probably won't even speak. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like he's just gonna be this this uh black hole of emotion. Um, but yeah, like I will never forget the depiction of everyone in New York City looking at their phones and finding out that Spider Man died. Like yeah. when I saw that scene in the film, I was like, "Oh, this is next level." Because right. that, that's that's what would happen in the universe. Right. Everyone would find out at the same time, and everybody's fucking jaw would drop. Yep. Everybody would be like, "Oh my god, what do you mean it what? happened with Kobe died? Remember when Kobe died?" It's, it's yep. like what? What? Wait, yep. what? What? Exactly. Exactly. And so everyone morning, feeling that morning in the air. So like they they nailed all those things. They'll definitely nail it in here. Um, do you think that anyone is gonna die in this? Um. Yeah. <laughs> there one are too many parents? characters. There are too, not. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's one of his parents, bro. I think it's one of his parents. Oh, I feel so like. Vicious. I feel so like vicious. in the beginning of Spider Verse, his mom was already dead in comics, um, and in the Spider Man video game, his dad dies. So. You know, it doesn't serve good for them in other mediums, is all I'm saying. <laughs> I don't think he needs to learn another lesson. If it was up to me, no one dies for miles. Leave him alone. Leave my poor baby alone. Yeah, but I, I mean, because I, I mean, that, that was something they did in the comics. In the yeah. comics, I know they killed his mother. Mm -hmm. And then I think they, they did something drastic with his dad. But then when he, became, when he came to the 616 universe, they gave him back his mom. Oh, huh. That was like uh, that was um, that was supposed to be a molecule man, you know, helping him out. Like, yeah, you know, when I when I when I fix all the universes, I'm gonna let this kid survive and bring him to this to this new universe <clears throat> with his mother. Okay, that's how they that's how they undid that. But um, but yeah, in, in the comics, I remember when they killed his mom. That was like, oh my god, you know, like it was it was it was a horrible horrible death like uh, i believe uh the venom symbiote kills kills her right in front of him like he's oh, he's trying he's he's all he's all jacked up and his mom is a is a nurse a nurse or, or even a doctor yeah and and he goes to the hospital just trying to like get get healing for his injuries and doesn't realize that the symbiote is still on his on his trail and he and it kills her and it kills her right in front of him and like it just messes him up bad it messes him up real, real bad. So it was. Yeah, it, it was really stopped a, a, being Spider-Man for a year. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it was this really defining moment for him, and it was it, it held a lot of a lot of emo. Of, I mean, a, a, why wouldn't it? You know, this a massive emotional baggage. That yeah, he stopped being Spider-Man for a while, and then when like I said that we the the worlds merged, Molecule Man <clears throat> blessed him. Said yeah, man, I'm gonna give you your mother back. You know, just because you know you miss her. And then, like honestly, in, in that whole thing, I'm like, what happened to the dad? Oh uh, well, yeah. He, in that, she says not to tell him that he's Spider Man. It says I read something that said that she got shot by she was fatally shot by police who were trying to kill the new Venom. As she bled out, Miles as Spider Man created her in his arms with his with her last words. She told Miles never to reveal his identity to Jefferson. 
which is oh okay bad. so she got shot she got shot yeah. okay I, I didn't remember i, I remember i thought i remember that as the venom symbiote killed her but yeah i mean still you know it was a casualty it, in her in his fight with venom right with venom like, yeah, yeah yeah you know yeah. there's a whole everything that was going on right so yeah it was it was it was awful it was awful so yeah yeah They'll but now it, but now but yeah i, I think this movie is going to be amazing it's going to be it's going to kill it and then the fact that it's they're they're planning it as a, as as like a two a two part movie so yeah. that's just going to i think that's just going to enhance it because they don't have to rush anything and you know, they give they, a pretty devastating cliffhanger if they exactly want exactly so this can be uh sony's infinity war end game yeah and it's funny that they're doing it already right <laughs> already they're like you know what <laughs> screw it we're doing it all um, speaking of screw it, uh, DC said screw it. We're gonna still release the Flash, so the Flash will be coming out on June sixteenth of this year. Um, another film that I don't know how I'm supposed to feel about this movie. I don't know how I'm supposed to feel about the Flash. I don't know how I'm supposed to feel about them hitting the reset button ten years in. Um, I don't know how I'm supposed to feel about Ezra Miller. I don't know how I'm supposed to feel about Michael Keaton as Batman. Uh, a Supergirl, I don't know how I'm supposed to feel about this film, but DC will be coming out with this, and I'm led to believe that at the end of this, DC will have the universe that they want from, from whatever weird time travel-y, timey-wimey BS that uh, old, I was going to say Grant Gustin, oof, I wish, that old, uh, <laughs> that old uh, Barry Allen gets into. Have you seen anything regarding The Flash? I feel like everything I've seen isn't going to matter. <laughs> fair. That's fair. <laughs> you know, because I remember seeing all the, the photos of Michael Keaton back in costume. Um, <clears throat> I, I believe I saw a couple pictures of the villains. But then quickly into the hype became the Ezra Miller, how can I ruin myself? Uh, uh, Race. <laughs> it's racing himself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like bro, how, how can... How can everything you do just ruin your own career like this? Right. Where it's it's one thing like, oh, okay, he, he got into this altercation. All right, all right, all right, all right, Warner Brothers, get your boy under control. Uh, two weeks later, what, what is he doing now? And then, okay, yeah. yo, hide him, make him go to an island and hide out. Oh, what is he doing on the island? <laughs> exactly. They put him on Hawaii, bro. Like, he should have been fine. He's still you know what I mean? He's, he's just it's just like oh my god like barry stop messing with the timeline bro <laughs> please please <laughs> we can't afford anymore you know so I, I i it's it's messed up but this movie went from being oh my god this is the movie that's going to redefine dc and it's going to lead into all of these all of these amazing opportunities for all these different characters oh they're bringing back michael keaton's batman they're doing all these all these crazy things and now it's the Oh crap! We, let's let's release it and 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 then what? I, you know what I mean? No, like, not tell anybody. <laughs> but not, yeah, because I mean, I can only imagine that James Gunn is sitting there going, "Yeah, yeah, 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 release it so I could put a so I could put a bullet in the back of Ezra Miller's head." Basically. You know what I mean? Because because that's what's I think that's exactly what's going to happen. They're going to release the movie. No one is going to care, and then it's just going to be even that more easy for James Gunn to be like, "Yeah," and and now we're recasting Flash. And he, the Flash is this part of my new DC universe. Enough I will said. be very interested to see if, like, if they go so hard in the promotion as they've done with some of their other films. I will be interested because um, I know we're gonna get another. We haven't got a one trailer. We have. Oof. We got like a weird teaser something like a year ago. Um, 
at Fandom, but that's been it. And I've got to imagine this thing has been rewritten to high heaven, considering that majority of the characters in it probably ain't going to be around <laughs> uh, for much longer. So I think all yep. of that stuff is pretty interesting. Yep. Um, I, yeah, I'm not looking forward to it. I, I'm, I get, like I said, I'm a, almost a little embarrassed that we're already rebooting things. Like, I'm, I'm almost like, it's hard being a DC fan, like a comics fan, because there's almost nothing you can show to be like, you see, this is why I read them. <laughs> because it's just fucking, they're falling over themselves here. But yeah, that'll be coming out on June 20, uh, sorry, June 16th of 2023. And as far as who dies in it, I think everybody that Zack Snyder likes, I think it's going to die <laughs> in that film. A, per, uh, a, a thing I don't think anyone's going to die in, July 28th, 2023, The Marvels. This will be the film that unites um, Captain Marvel with Miss Marvel, and we will also get Monica Rambeau as Photon. Um, I believe, let me see if I can find this real quick. Okay, where? <laughs> okay, here it comes. Um, in the film, Danvers, Khan, and Rambo begin switching places with each other every time they use their powers, and they must team up. That's all we got. Mm, okay. Yep. Interesting. Samuel Jackson is supposed to be in it. Uh. uh okay. That yeah, that's yeah. Crazy. I mean, I I I am not. I I mean, because how much? How much? I mean, besides what you just read, I haven't seen much of it. I just know that there's going to be the three Captain Marvels, so to speak. Yeah, I mean, we got a little teaser of what's to come at the end of the Miss Marvel show. Yes, and that's really it. You know, there's not there's not much to this, but I mean, um. Are, yeah, you, so I, are you are you one of those people staunchly against Brie Larson? No, I am not. I mean, the I <laughs> I can see the why right. people are just kind of annoyed with her. Yeah, um, just not worth I, it. <laughs> I, it's, well, right, I, it's it's too much effort to be that mad about about what? What are you mad about? Yeah, I just yeah. I never I never understood that, and and for me. Yeah, sure. People want to be saying all this stuff about what she says and how she says it, <clears throat> but I can't. I can't blame a person for wanting their character to just be loved. Yeah, especially when, like, for me, when I watch that movie, and again, I just look at it from the movie's perspective and what I'm watching, and as somebody that has a younger sister who is much younger than me, she's she's ten years younger than me, and even when I was when I was raising her. Because <clears throat> um, I had a, had a massive hand in, in raising my sister, right. um, I used to always tell her, you know, you're you're just as, if not more, capable of doing anything that myself and your two older brothers uh, can do. So to see a movie where it kind of shows that that this woman who has been put down and <clears throat> had to deal with a lot of crap, and you know, had to you know dust herself off from her own failures and now she's this manipulated soldier who's trying to figure out what the hell's going on with her for me i, I watched it and i was like man i i, I felt like i was watching my sister you Aww. know because you know she's she lives in that world where where um 
you know, p- people will always, oh, you're, you're just a girl, so to right. speak. So I really loved seeing, I mean, at the end when she just unleashes her power and it's just like, oh my. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can take out entire, you know, uh, Star Destroyers. You know what I mean? I, I loved it. I-, I really enjoyed it. You know, so then to see people get like really upset at seeing this super powerful character that just happens to be a woman. I'm like, really? Like yeah. that, that's what's going to really upset you. And I know people talk about her online campaign and the stuff that she has said in press conferences. I that's the care. biggest thing, right? That's the biggest I don't, thing. Is I, like, don't, uh, I don't care. Yeah. Supposedly the biggest thing is like, she said something at once. I was like, Oh, you know, this movie's not for white men or something. And then that kind of, Really? I, I don't. I don't. I it was don't. some film. She was like, "Yeah, the reason, like, it's not the reason why you don't like it is it's not for you." Right. And then people were like, "Oh, she's not for me, so I'm not watching anything." You know, <laughs> like, it kind of a big I, thing. I, yeah, I don't think just, she's. I don't think she's amazing. I just don't think that the character deserves the hate because of the act acting. Right. I don't think it's right, the same exactly. thing like an Ezra Miller kind of situation. Right. Yeah. Love the Flash, man. Love the Flash, but Ezra Miller, like, to me, to me, like, that's that's something that should be more on people's minds, like. Bro, we we might need to get rid of Ezra Miller. <laughs> he's, like a, he's like an actual criminal. He's not like a yeah, like a, yeah. He's not debating <laughs> his ethics or his politics. He committed crimes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Uh, so, um, so, yeah. so yeah, like that's that's an issue. That's an issue. Uh, this this person defending the character she's playing on screen. I, let her do what she has to do. Right. Oh, jeez. Um. So I I just wonder in general if they ever get the balls to do like the the rogue of it all, but also um, I don't think they can use X Men characters until twenty twenty five, but it'll be interesting to see if um, they'll ever go the rogue route where she uh, kind of gets that uh, Carol <laughs> and takes her I would powers. Love to, I, w- I would love to see that, but I mean, is she going to still be Captain Marvel in twenty twenty five? And or yeah, good or, way to or, sideline her asses. <laughs> right, 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 right. I'm just yeah. wondering. Yeah, I'm just yeah. wondering. You know what I mean? I because I would love to see that. I mean that that's such a classic piece of Marvel history to see put on the cinematic screen. It would be amazing to see. I I, I mean I just hope that there's there's still uh, a Captain Marvel yes. to to have that happen with. You know, just to just to see it. <laughs> Fingers crossed. There it is. Uh, now let's talk about the film you have not stopped talking about, Blue Beetle. August oh, 18th oh my god! 2023. Oh my god! Um, uh, movie of the year, right there, sir. I mean, you know, I mean, Beetle, what, what I know. can I, what, what can, can I say, say about this movie? I mean, it stars, uh, yeah, that guy, and yep. yeah, that other guy, and yeah, yeah. all uh, of that's yeah. true. Yeah, everything, everything. I mean, all that hand, 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 handed the Oscar now, sir. Yes. You know, uh, I know nothing about this movie except for the fact that the kid from Cobra Kai is Jamie Reyes, right? Jamie yes. Reyes, Zolo Mariduena. There you go. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Household name. Uh, uh, George Lopez is in it. He's gonna play his uncle. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Susan. Oh, here's a here's a here's a little bit. This is sort of interesting. Susan Sarandon is gonna play Victoria Cord. So at um, least there's gonna be an allusion to Ted. I thought they're gonna yeah. jump over that whole thing. Okay, so they're gonna make <laughs> they're gonna make Ted a seventy five year old man. Sure, 
Sure. I don't know. It looks like the villain is going to be Kara Pax, the indestructible man. Are you aware of who this person is? Yeah. I mean, it's the most unbelievable villain <laughs> in all of DC history. Oh my god. Let me let me not look at let me not look at my notes right now. Or this is ridiculous. Longtime professional rival of Dan Garrett, Conrad Carapax undertook a search of Pago Island to learn why Garrett would have risked his life there. After accidentally touching the wrong wire, his mind is transferred into one of the robots there, turning him into Carapax, the indestructible man. <laughs> None of that sounds great. Nope. I want to see a picture of this dude. Oh yeah, he's just like a big. He just like the um, the 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 big Russian robot, the from um Marvel. I can't remember that guy's name. Uh, but yeah, he's just a big robot thing. But yeah, I think he's going to be the villain for uh one of the guys from Mayans will be playing him. But I never saw Mayans, so that's about the the extent of my understanding of any of this. What do you think about them choosing Blue Beetle and like choosing now? Do you think it's worth gambling on 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 Jaime right now? No, <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't. I truly, truly don't. I especially since you got James Gunn in the corner, who I can only imagine sitting there going, "Yeah, just release this thing so I can chuck it out the window." Um, <laughs> I don't see it. I don't. I mean, look, from what we just read, unless, unless, hey man, I, 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 I put make, make a, make a fool out of me, make, make it so that, oh my God, this movie is amazing. I'm, I can't believe that they, that they were able to do this movie with this and make me give a damn about all these characters. Prove me wrong, but mm-hmm. as of right now, I don't, I don't see it happening. I, I also don't see them allowing it to happen when they know James Gunn wants to do his own thing. Right. You know, think about how many things James Gunn has already just eliminated. I don't think the Jamie Reyes Blue Beetle story is going to be part of whatever it is he's planning on doing. <laughs> so, so I just think it's going to come out and it's going to be like, yeah, we we hopefully broke even. And oh yeah, by the way, James Gunn just fired uh, George Lopez and company, and right, <laughs> and, and, uh, he's, and he's rehiring them to play. <laughs> Uh, yeah, JSA yeah, yeah, members. Yeah, exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So I, that's why I'm just like, what's the point? What what is what is the point of this? I, you know, I it it was part of the old plan. They've already started production. They don't want to just scrap it like they did the Batgirl movie. <sighs> well, um, so so yeah, I I I don't see anything coming out out of this. Uh yeah, and uh from the makers of uh, <laughs> of why are we doing this and why are we doing this now? On October sixth, we have Craven the Hunter. Oh, snap, crackle pop! You know, uh, hero, uh, Craven the Hunter, played by yeah. what's his face, and I like him. Taylor, too. yes, Aaron Taylor Johnson. There you go. There you go. Kick ass himself. There it is. Finally, played. Hey, he looks. He looks. He looks ripped. He looks good in Bullet Train. He was in Bullet Train. Oh yeah, like, Whoa, yeah. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm scared of that man. Like that man, I, yep. I'm scared of. Uh, yep, kick yep, ass. Yep. I wasn't really. I was like, okay, all right, bro. Um, what, 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 what do we say? What can we say? I, I, I. I'm this just, this, I'm this just, is for me. This is for me thrice, right? 
Is this Wilmy Thrice, Venom, Venom, and Morbius? Well, dude, that's that's what I'm saying. I can't wait. I can't wait for the after credit scene where it's this horribly spliced Morbius meets the Vulture meets uh, Craven the Hunter. Yeah, <laughs> and they somehow yeah. like like sneak in. I would love if they just edited it like poorly edited in like Andrew Garfield Spider Man. <laughs> to be like oh yeah that's who we're after you know um uh, so i it, this whole thing i don't know what the hell sony is planning with this I, it's so i can only imagine in that studio where on one side they're planning this this awesome uh animated universe with you know into the spider-verse and on the other side they're just like yo what villain are we drawing out of the hat today you yeah. know um uh the hip-hop hustler there it is, the hip hop hustler. Let's go. <laughs> uh, exactly, and uh, oh, a typeface. Yeah, typeface. That guy. That guy. Typeface. You know, uh, we're yo, bringing Stilt in man. typeface. Yeah, typeface and stilt man. You know, like come on, just keep, keep, the keep wheel. shoveling them up. The wheel. <laughs> yes. Get the wheel in here. Get the wheel. And, and see, I'd and watch the... that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Stilt man, the wheel, the wheel, uh, rocket uh, racer. Yeah, get all those guys together. Oh man, the kangaroo. The oh jeez. Oh jeez. This. Yeah, I don't know what the hell Sony's thinking. I. Um, I think if I'm not mistaken, what's his face is playing his father. Uh, Russell Crowe is playing his father. Um, and uh, I, I think we're dealing with a. You do you remember when? BVS came out, and uh, I think Jesse Eisenberg's character said something along the lines of, like, my father, Alexander Luther. And people were like, oh, so maybe he's the big, you know, he's the actual Lex Luther, and this is, like, Lex Luther Jr. stuff. People were uh, wondering about the same thing with this, whether or not Russell will be the OG game hunter you know, Craven, and this guy is going to be like some sort of uh, humanitarian, <laughs> which is, I think, is what they had came out and said. Uh, well, I mean, in the Marvel continuity in the comics, there have been numerous Cravens. You know, you have the original Craven who blew his own brains out. Yes, because he <laughs> he, he figured he won? I, I won. <laughs> I won. He won. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, he, of all he things pulled, to celebrate, he was like, yeah, I'm, he, done, he, I'm just saying, he pulled the ultimate. You know, you ever, you ever, you ever like are are sitting there uh, playing your boys in, in some fighting game, yeah. and you you go on like a twelve game losing streak, and then you finally win like a match, and you're just yeah. like, all right, I'm out. I'm I gotta out. go home. We, we My mom says I gotta go home. No, next time, next time, next time, next time, next time. Right, right, right. Whereas Craven was like, yo, I won. Boom. <laughs> I'm going out on top, baby. Um, so th th you got that Craven, But then uh, over the years, it has come out that Craven has had like a couple kids with a couple different people. One of those kids was, I believe, a hero uh, okay. at, like, at one point. So they could be using that Craven, But it's such an obscure character. Is it Alexi Craven? Vladimir I, 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 yeah, that's what I'm saying. You see all the names. Sergey Craven. You know, yeah, I, th I, I think is this Sergey? I thought Sergey was the one. I think so. I think I might have gotten that wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think it's between Vladimir and Alexei. Okay. One of them. One of them was like the hero Craven, and I think they even had a a mini series called Get Craven, where they're okay. 
people were after the good craven it, it, no one cared man apparently no there's a lot of freaking cravens like you were saying. yes yes and then even in the recent uh nick spencer run it's revealed that craven another version i get i think the resurrected uh sergey cravenoff <clears throat> he was resurrected and he i think he like cloned himself like 30 times oh my gosh yes that can and be good he, and he literally i i believe the story was he made it so that all his kids like like did like hunger games and they had to kill each other and whichever one won he would allow to then become the next craven it was mind-boggling man you're reading the story like wait what what what, what excuse me what why did you do this huh right you know, and literally the the one who won like didn't see it coming. I think he thought like, "Oh, your father, I'm the one that won, and now you and I can like get revenge on Spider Man or whatever." Yeah, and he just literally is like, "Nah, man, you can just be Craven now. I'm gonna die." <laughs> and it was like, "What?" I was like, looking for my successor this whole time, so I don't exactly. have to do this anymore. Exactly. So it was it was such a it was a uh, yeah it was it was so it was so weird. It was such a weird story, and it's just it's it just perpetuates the whole Craven, like you said, like all these kids and all this stuff. So it's like, what Sony's gonna do with him? Who knows? And I, I like you said, we <laughs> it's Morbin time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, that's what that's what I believe is is unfortunately gonna come out of this. The Craven effect will be the yes, it. <laughs> comes out of this. Um, that's right. They are. Putting in the chameleon in this, who is his brother. Right. So right. that's interesting. Uh, there's no chameleon film. Nope. <laughs> but maybe yet. there should Not have yet. been a chameleon film. Like, that was like Not the yet. easiest thing to do. <laughs> uh, you know, neither yeah, here nor I, there. I, I, yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. It's me. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm more looking forward to what's coming out after that one. And, and now the last <laughs> movie. Um, with a date, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, Christmas Day next year. Let's see if that maintains its date. I don't know. Again, I don't know what this film is post Flashpoint, Flash, Flashpoint, whatever you want to call it. Right. Um, to my knowledge, this film was supposed to come out last year. Yeah. And then it didn't. And then there was a lot of rumors that Ben Affleck was in it. Uh, he was like having pictures with Jason Momoa. There was a lot of hubbub about um, Amber Heard, right? Mm -hmm. Mira, and, yep, whether, yep, yep. and what her inclusion is in this. And all I want is for Black Manta to get that baby. That's all I, that's all I want to see if they have the balls to allow Black Manta to get at Aqua Baby, bro. Because that is some of the coldest I've ever seen in comic books and they could make a villain right there, but I don't think they'll do it. No, no, aqua <laughs> no. babies, no aqua babies. I, I don't, um, it sucks because for me, I really enjoyed the first Aquaman as, yeah. as off the chain and craziness as it was. I felt <laughs> like that was, <laughs> yeah, it was very similar to black Adam. Like once it started, it did not want to stop. <laughs> no, no, except, except, I I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I, I, no, my main criticism of Aquaman is that there was too many um explosions interrupting conversation. 
oh, have yeah, a conversation yeah, yeah. and then boom, boom, they found us, boom, they found us. Yeah, 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 over yeah, yeah, and exactly, over again. No matter where, no, no matter where they were at. Um, but I enjoyed. But it. I liked it really him. Yeah, I liked him. I liked the Mantis suit. I was like, damn, we did this. Yeah, for real. That, that they made that suit look good. It made it look scary. I yeah. like the fact that the movie sets him up as the next villain. I mean, it wasn't there even at one point a rumor that they were going to give him his own movie. Yeah, I think I, feel, I heard something like that. I, you know what I mean? So, so, but you know, whatever. Uh, well, now but, that now Marvel's flirting with him, he's basically cast as Wonder Man. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah, Mateen Abdul. Yeah, Mateen. yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. Oh, cool, yeah. cool. Yeah, I mean, he, um, bro, he's all the writing on the wall, and he was like, he was uh, like, <laughs> and he got to play Doctor Manhattan. Yes, he was great. So, he was great as Dr. Manhattan. I enjoyed so that. Like, I did enjoy that. Once you've done that in DC, like, you're good. Yeah, I'm good. I'm done everything yeah. I got to do here. I'll there go to the Marvel. Go there it is. That there it is. And I get to Wanna... kiss Elizabeth Olsen. What are we doing out here, boys? <laughs> Let's get oh, it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's get it. So, uh, no, no. I, wow, that's pretty cool. I didn't know that. I didn't I didn't know that piece of news. Um, But cool. Uh, but, yeah, with regard to the Aquaman movie, though, I really hope it's... I mean, they've already kind of. I've heard the rumors, <clears throat> which I don't normally try to avoid, but it's it's there's so much of this has been out there that apparently they're going to recast him as Lobo. Yes, that's the rumor. I, I so the rumor is that he is a humongous Lobo fan himself, right? And uh, they're going to recast him as Lobo, which possibly means we're going to get an, a blonde hair, blue eyed Aquaman. Um, we'll see. We'll see how all that goes. Right. Right. Um, but. I don't even know who's the villain of this. Um, and the Lost Kingdom feels like a tropey second movie. Like where you find out there's another tribe, where you find out there's a secret society, where you find out, right? Like of this stuff. Like I feel like we've done this already. So I'm, I'm not aware of any Lost Kingdom stuff. To be honest, though, my Aquaman knowledge drops off after New 52. Like, I read Jeff John's New 52 Aquaman. Right, right, I right. I read this. It was really good. Read, it, read the entire thing. But mm-hmm. I, prior to that version of Aquaman, I don't know much. And I don't know any. I don't know about uh, any Lost Kingdoms and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, i am be honest with you. I'm not too aware myself. However, I think they could use it. The Lost Kingdom could be... <clears throat> um, they could make it that it's the, and I know Amber Heard already kind of uses the magic, but yeah, it, they could make it that it's like more of a magical tribe of okay. under undersea people. That's what I see it could possibly be. Okay, um, yeah. I would hate that it's another MacGuffin hunt, so to speak, like in the first movie, where it's like, mm-hmm. oh man, you got to go here and, and get this, and you got to go here and get this, and you got to go to the Lost Kingdom and yeah. get this and pee on know. it. <laughs> right, right. You know what I mean. Or you gotta go fight. You gotta go. You gotta go fight for Maui's hook. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, they have to find a way to get the rock in back to DC. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. You're yeah, welcome. You're all welcome. Um. Yeah. So I. I don't. I don't know. I. I. I but I just. I just hope that it. The, at least for that one, because I did enjoy the first one. I really hope that at least, if, even if, even if this is uh, the Jason Momoa swan song for Aquaman, you know, once again, you know, if, if, if James Gunn is hiding behind the curtain, going, "Yo, I can't wait to execute <laughs> this one." He's just looking at his watch and stop, uh, tapping his foot, looking at that's Jason it. Momoa. Like, hurry, that's it, hurry it. it up! Hurry that's it, it up. man. Be be done. Be done. Keep this going. Yeah. You know, just be. You're done. I got the next guy waiting. Um, yeah. So, but I, at least let let this one. 
I would say go go out um, with a bang. You know, uh, uh, make us make us care about it, even is, even despite the whole Amber Heard nonsense. You know, is whatever. Is it weird that I'm confused as to how this film will exist after the Flash? <laughs> no. Like if it was before the Flash, I'd be like, okay, so they're gonna just you know everyone's gonna get their swan song, then the Flash, and then it's wipe. But we got the Flash, and then in December we get Aquaman. Very strange stuff. Very strange. Yep. But that's DC doing DC, DC stuff. I mean, think about this. Think about the fact that right now a Batgirl movie exists, but we'll never yep. see it. S- sitting somewhere. And she got two different outfits, bro. Two different suits. Yep. Ridiculous. <laughs> as far as television is concerned, DC is trying to put their best foot forward by putting their left and right foot down at the same time. Uh, Superman and Lois season three will be coming out. I'm gonna be a little bit, bit hesitant on it. I loved seasons one and two, but they have recasted one of the sons um, because he he dropped out. He hasn't said why. I speculate that uh, they might be trying to do some synergy with the comics, and John Kent may be bisexual. <laughs> and so I was thinking that that's possibly why Homeboy was not down to continue uh, playing the role, but. Um, who knows? It's all rumors and speculation at this point. Uh, I, I, it's probably going to be good, but they should probably end it seeing as everything else in the Arrowverse is ending. Um, so big hopes for Superman and Lois season three, but something I got nothing for, bro. You thought I hated Black Adam? I hate this thing and it hasn't even come out yet. Gotham Knights. <laughs> Are you aware of this? The show? I am, the, I am the aware game. of this. I am aware. That's, that's what's so confusing to me. When when people were talking about like Gotham Knights coming out, I'm like, oh, you mean that video game that I heard is coming out? That I heard it's I think it's already out. I heard it's like a, a somewhat decent game. And other people were just like, nah, man, the show. I'm like, there's a show coming out too. Like, like yeah. what the hell is that about? You know. Um, the only bit of good news I heard with that, and it's totally biased on my part, and it could mean absolutely nothing, is my boy who played Castiel in Supernatural is apparently going to be uh, Two Face, Mr. Collins. Yeah, Misha Collins. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, oh, I kind of want to see it just for that. But every other aspect of the show, I don't give a darn. Tell me, it- tell me where, tell me where in this premise, because I'm gonna read your premise. It's only one sentence. Oh tell boy, where oh, that's, the- a, that's that's so meaty. <laughs> tell me where in the pre- in the premise you think they went wrong. In the wake of Bruce Wayne's death, his adopted son Turner Hayes forges an unlikely alliance with the children of Batman's enemies when they're all framed for murder and attempt to clear their names. Who is Turner Hayes? Who is Turner Hayes? Why is, <laughs> Batman, is, Turner dead? Hayes? Why is Batman dead? Why is dead? Batman dead? And why are the kids of villains the heroes? What are we doing here? I don't know. Um, they're, they've casted a Brody March Son of Lincoln March. They've casted a Stephanie Brown, daughter of Clue Master. They've casted Duella Dent. They're doing Joker's daughter, bro. You know what I'm saying? Why? Wait, wait, wait. Why? wait, wait. No, no, Duella Dent. That'd be Two Face's daughter. For some reason, her name is Duella Dent, but she is considered Joker's daughter. It's very what? confusing. Oh my god! What it's the very hell? confusing. I think perhaps initially, um. 
So it says, where did it say? Introduced under the alias of Joker's daughter, she has also used the aliases Catgirl, the Catwoman's daughter, Scarecrone, the Scarecrow's daughter, the Riddler's daughter, the Penguin's daughter, Card Queen, and the Harlequin. She's just a crazy, yeah, she's a crazy person. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's Gotham Knights. Are you excited for Gotham Knights? I can't wait. I can't wait for it to be canceled after three episodes. Are you excited to meet <laughs> Turner and Hooch or whatever his name was? <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, that that just reminds me of of the um, the Mortal Kombat movie. Oh yeah. That, you know that the Mortal Kombat movie, which which the source material has, oh you know, fifty characters for you to choose. Bro, a hundred, a hundred. You know what I, I mean? Now? But let's make up a whole new character. To make as the centerpiece for this movie, and because like, he can't be like any other character, he's gonna be lame because all the other characters are cool. <laughs> there it is. <clears throat> we yeah, gave him so the Black what... Panther suit power, where he can get punched and absorb energy and then redirect that energy. Good job. He has a gold sweater that he wears when he when, he's, <laughs> when he fights. Awesome. Yeah. Now... I... Okay, yeah, no. no, I was just gonna is say, that like, it? yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, that just, yeah no. that's it, man. <laughs> So, this uh, next show, I think is going to be good, but I think it almost speaks to what you say often about, like, um, you know, you're always down for these adaptations, but it's never like reading the real thing. And even, like, I love Captain America Civil War, but it's apples and oranges to the actual Civil War crossover event. Mm -hmm. Um, Are you excited, even knowing it, it can only be a fraction of what it did in the comics, are you excited for Secret Invasion? Um, well, Secret Invasion for me is one of those events that was, I hate to say, lackluster. Um, yeah. <clears throat> the the buildup kind of took too long from, I, I read, that was at a time when I was reading all the Avengers books month to month. And it, I remember it was like kind of early on in New Avengers that I believe the first scroll that was revealed was, was Elektra. And... <clears throat> and so, you know, it was like early on, but you didn't get to you didn't get to the payoff of Secret Invasion for a while. And then it was, I believe, an eight issue miniseries <clears throat> that that it just it, it just kind of came and went. You know, um, it, all these little things happened. Um, they, I mean, this this army of scrolls with multiple powers, you know, that would make the super scroll look like a bum. You know, because all these all these scrolls are showing up, guys with arsenal, mutant powers, and you know, Captain America and Iron Man armors, it just just showing up in 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 wave after wave to suddenly reveal themselves to be these scrolls, and it, then it just ended. You know, uh, Norman Osborn shows up and and uh, uh, snipes snipes the um the the the, the, the scroll the scroll the scroll queen, and that was kind of the end of it. You know, and it was just like that's it. Like really, it, yeah. it felt very lackluster. It was I a means loved... to an end, right? It was kind of a means to get to Dark Avengers to get well, to a right. point where and, that, and that's the government distrusts um, superheroes exactly. Yeah. And and don't get me wrong, what came after it was amazing. Dark Reign was probably still um, one of the best things out of the last. Uh, yeah, I think that was within the last twenty years. You know, Dark Reign still holds up beautifully. You read Dark Avengers, I mean, even Dark X Men, and <clears throat> and that led into Siege. 
which to me is still an event that holds up beautifully. Whereas, like I said, Secret Secret Invasion felt like, like in retrospect, it felt like a placeholder event. Like, yeah, yeah, we're going to have a whole bunch of uh, scrolls show up and be these bad guys, but only because we want to have Norman Osborn become the real big bad of this whole situation. Because the scroll thing, it, it felt it felt silly with when, when it finally got the payoff. So, honestly, I feel like this show could take that 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 silly concept i guess you could say mm. and make it more serious by <clears throat> i love the fact that it's a miniseries i love the fact that we're every episode hopefully we're going to get these couple reveals of oh my god i didn't know that this person was a scroll or cool they at this point in that person's history they were a scroll or something like that so i think that's going to be fun to you know the kind of it's kind of i feel like it's going to be like a weekly who done it you know like oh man who is the one this time so i i'm i'm really hoping that this is one of the situations where <clears throat> they take the source material and honestly improve it so yeah. that's my that that's how i feel about this 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 portion of the mcu it's got to be i feel like it very similarly it will be a means to end as well like i think the only way to me that this could be worth it is you have to drop a bomb someone that has been with us for a very long time in the mcu has to be revealed to be a scroll and i'm also very confused because in captain marvel the scrolls were the good guys the kree were the bad guys <coughs> right. um, i wonder if we're dealing with a radical sect of the scrolls mm -hmm. and i wonder if that's then to say wink wink nudge nudge it's not all scrolls it's just a, <laughs> a bad you know, a bunch of bad Apple scrolls. <coughs> we shouldn't paint them all with a broad brush kind of stuff. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, Marvel has done that uh, a lot over the years. I mean, there was even at one point that Professor X, like, saved a whole bunch of scrolls on, right. uh, I believe the planet is called Scrollos. So they, they've always shown that, which I, I like. I like that that concept that, hey, man, not not all of one race is are these evil villains right. you know there's it's a whole planet full of them you got some bad ones you got some good ones and you probably got a whole mess in between kind of sounds like our planet so yeah. it, it, to me it's it's a fine it's a fine thing to have you know the idea that like i said uh, an entire planet of of villains is, is just kind of it's just kind of silly <laughs> so the idea that yeah like you said there's going to probably be this radical sect that's going to be all about how they were infiltrating um yeah, I can totally, I can totally see that being being a thing. Um, if if you had to, like, this is tin for your hat. If you had to randomly throw out a scroll accusation to someone who's been around for a while, who you got? Oh, my my tried and true has always been Rhodey. I still think Rhodey's a fucking scroll. <laughs> that would be hilarious if they made. I still Rhodey think I still think Rhodey's a, a fucking a scroll. And what's all funny right, is all this stuff for all this stuff for um, because uh, he's in Armor Wars. I was gonna say like how would how would that how would that affect Armor Wars? You know what I mean? The arm. So this is the thing. So prior to knowing anything about Armor Wars, my theory was that Rhodey is a scroll. Because he, the reason why they chose Rhodey is because he has a high level in government. He's a, mm -hmm. literally a colonel. I think yeah, he's the secretary yeah. of defense at one point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, so that, um, I think that the real Rhodey is locked up somewhere, and I think we will flesh out that character in Armor Wars. <laughs> and so I said that kind of like, not like half serious, and then. Um, I think Don Cheetah was like, oh, we're going to see a whole new side of Rhodey in Armor Wars. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, 
I bet we will. I bet we will. It's almost like we're going to meet him for the first time. First time. (laughs) But he's in Secret Wars. I mean, Secret Invasion as well. Don Cheadle is. So that's why I'm trying to figure out who who could it be? Who would give us a cause to be like... (gasps) You know, it would have to be a regular human, right? Because, I mean, they're not doing any of I don't think they're going to do any of the Avengers. Besides, like I said, um, uh, War Machine. I don't know. I mean, one, and it's, 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 a, little, it's a little unfortunate right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say one that lends itself to being a scroll right now <clears throat> is, uh, is Hawkeye. Okay. That'd be interesting. You know, I mean... I mean, think about that. You know, the man was just in a very bad accident. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, that's kind of one of the the fun things about the story is they could they could kind of just say, because, you know, some people are going to be like, oh, man, this character has always been a scroll. And it's going to be like, no. Nah. Yeah. He could have just become a scroll. He could have just been a scroll for, say, the last year or two. He yeah. doesn't have to have been a scroll the entire time that you knew him as a hero, you know? Yeah, it, it doesn't have to wreck on everything. No, no, it does not. So it's um so I really hope that within the boundaries of the show that they they, they take that into consideration. That it's like like, oh my god, everything I knew about this person is undone. No. Uh, he's he's been a, and I mean you still have that five year gap to play with as well a hundred percent and you know that's something that no one has really touched uh outside of outside of like what black widow no one has really touched that time period a hundred percent i also am thinking like if like that would be the time to strike if you feel like you and your people have been like living underground right (laughs) like Mm -hmm. this is the time to strike and i'm not strike overtly but covertly and oh, covertly and being under, you know, it just started replacing little by little. I mean, you can't, there was no proof about who, who um, came back and who didn't. So they could yeah. be like, oh, the president was got, got blipped. And then somebody shows up, no, I'm right here. And it's a scroll. You know, I, I'm, I've always been here, sir. So yeah, there's something on that. Uh, we got Echo coming. I don't know very little about Echo, the character. Um, I think confirmed already Vincent D'Onofrio and Charlie Cox will be returning as Wilson Fisk and Matt Murdock respectively. Um, we've already seen Matt as both the lawyer Matt and as Daredevil in um, She-Hulk. So stands to say, come Echo, he will already be fighting crime. Um, so yeah, very little on Echo. Are you excited for Echo? All right. Honestly, this is this is this is where <laughs> there is a whole slew of Marvel shows that are coming out that I'm really strongly believe <clears throat> is where Marvel has uh, overexpanded. Um, okay. There's just too much. There's too much, and they're they're doing trying to do too much with with characters that I I feel like this is all under under the the leadership of the previous guy, the guy who, uh, before Iger. Yeah. Ch- Chapek or something. Yes. Like Chapek was just like, yes, expand, expand. And now Iger is probably going to come in. And I hope he, <clears throat> after 2023, he realizes, no, man, we gotta, we gotta go back to the idea of, of, you know, if, if we are still going to do shows, all right, we're going to, we're going to make the movies, you know, like two or three a year, the way they used to, and let's do like one show. 
a one show that like ties kind of everything together kind of mm-hmm. or if you are going to highlight a character it has to be a character who to me is a big name <clears throat> who lends themselves to having a wider cast of characters not so much that you're going to tell me that i have to give a damn about watching a show about echo not to mm-hmm. say i don't like echo but to me echo is a character that belongs in the show like hawkeye in the show like daredevil and maybe even like um you know in like say her own type of defenders thing you know eventually something kind of like that and eventually shows up in a movie right i don't care about her to the point where i want to watch you know uh, an eight episode series i don't i don't um I, I understand that from the perspective of, <clears throat> wow, you can have this character mean so much to the deaf community, to to the whole idea of, you know, giving women a character that they can relate to. Cool. But, it, and it's not a hate on those things. <clears throat> it's just the fact that, this, to me, this character doesn't have that weight. You know, even I, I recently um, not rewatched Hawkeye, but at work, it's, it's kind of cool. We have a break room with a giant TV where there's Disney plus. <laughs> so oh, oh, that's been, pretty cool. People, people have, people have been like putting on Hawkeye episodes. So I've been rewatching some of it. And even in rewatching it, I'm like, cool. I like this character within the dimensions of the show. But if you told me I had to watch just her and knowing that this character doesn't have a, a wide array of, of supporting characters that I give a damn about. Mm-hmm. Why do I want, why do I want to watch this? I, I, I there's, I, I don't, there's nothing that makes me go, yo, echo is going to be on my watch list from day one. It, it, so it's, it's just, it's something I, I'm not, I'm not like hyped for because it's just why, why is, cause it's not just her, you know, even, even the, what, what we have to talk Ironheart. about on the list. Ironheart. I, I, I just met Ironheart. I just met right. her. Right. Um, and she seemed okay. But again, why do I care about this girl who it seems like is going to be the next Iron Man? Or I well, that kind of answers that question. She's going to be the <laughs> Iron Man character in Young Avengers. Right. So I think that means right there and then, yeah, we ain't getting no Iron Iron Lad, Lad K <laughs> right. person. Um, <clears throat> we're gonna get her. But again, why does she like? I, I to me that she was like the weakest part of Black Panther two. You, it, it totally felt like she was sandwiched in. It was just like, yo, how can we get this person in there? Oh, well, we can have her be the character whose design, you know, could uh, detect vibranium or, or disrupt vibranium. Sure, it was it was this girl. Cool. Oh, it could be, you know, Riri Williams. Oh, yeah, that's it. And just like like sandwich her in so that now when her show comes out, oh, she was the girl from Black Panther Two. Cool. Let's see what she's up up to. Right. Sure. Sure. Um. Uh, yeah, I again, I, I, not enough to make me care. I mean, we got Agatha. I don't know not- what's going on there. They're hiding something in there, bro. With Ironheart, you see that there's a character. She's a young character. She's a minority. Bunch of markets right there. Echo, same thing. You know, um, uh, Latina playing the the character. I believe she's also um, differently abled. So uh, that, and I think the character herself is deaf. So, uh, or has hearing impairment. So, you know, again, a lot of boxes. The Agatha thing, I cannot fathom. What are they hiding there? Um, and it's a coven of chaos. But last we left Agatha, she was normal. Or she was brainwashed to be a normal 
Westview resident. Last we saw her. Who's going to break her out of her spell? What's the coven for? Chaos magic? Are they fighting Wanda? Are they bringing her back? What, what, what? Do you have anything on this? Any guesses on what the coven of chaos might be up to? Um, <laughs> none. Because I don't care. I, I'm sorry. I'm being honest with you. There's, there's just it's, for me. There's just too much to keep track of. Again, why do I care that? Yeah, she had a cool theme song, mm-hmm. and that turned into giving her her own series. Why? I, I, I but don't, they I know don't... something, right? Who, who do you, who could do, be you int- do you do you do you believe? Do you believe that this is like a backdoor to introduce yes. some other character? It Somebody magical. But I don't know who Wiccan. Uh, is that worth it? Is it all this worth it for Wiccan? <laughs> I don't know. That was right, and exactly, <clears throat> and his, and and Wiccan and Speed, right? Because right. I mean, that, the, the, would the twins come? Would the twins come back in this? Aubrey and... Plaza's in this playing a villain. Who? Aubrey Plaza. Oh, Aubrey Plaza. Okay. Yeah. Um. Cool. Cool. Uh, yeah. She's enjoyable. She's enjoyable. But again, if, if they had the this... balls, she would be playing the Shadow King. Because that's who she played in Legion. That's who she played in uh, <laughs> Legion. In, uh, Legion. Legion. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. If yes, they had balls cool. and they did that, that'd be cool. Now, now, I'm, now I'm here. But that'd be I don't, cool. But they ain't doing it. They ain't I, doing I it. I don't think they're going in that direction. No. No. Um, so, Agatha. Yeah, it is Agatha all along. We're going to take a break from the Marvel stuff. There's something that I didn't put on the list that I just put on uh, right now when thinking about it. Invincible season two. Ooh, you beat me to it because I was gonna bring that up. Now, <laughs> that that I cannot wait for, man. I mean, Invincible. I'm literally staring at it right now, man. It's <laughs> it's it's twelve volumes of just awesomeness. If you haven't yeah. read Invincible, read it and also enjoy this beautiful adaptation on Amazon. It is it is they've they've taken um. How do you say, you know, they've taken some things differently, which to me, some of the things that they change are actually work in some ways better. But on a whole, this series is awesome. It's amazing. So I'm really looking forward to season two, especially because it's it's something different. It's not it's not more Marvel. Oh, where does this fit in in the MCU continuity? It's it's a break. It's something different. And I mean, considering that. The way the show left off, which especially if you're not if you're not a reader of the comic books, is kind of devastating. You know, it it yeah. ends with with that amazing fight with his father, and now we're now we're left with like, what is going to happen? You know, yeah, what is he's gone? He's gone, but is he going to bring back an army? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that's that's what he was there for, right? Mm-hmm. So what's going to happen? Is is Invincible going to be ready for it? You know. Um, and those what, are a little bit in the know. What happens when they find out that the one Viltrumite that's supposed to be there is no longer there? <laughs> right, right. You know? So, so all yeah, that's they're, really, they're, really good. They're, and they're, they're, yeah. So I, I'm, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to season. They haven't said they haven't said any dates. Again, with that's another no. one with no dates, but they did say it's sometime this year, sometime yeah. in 2023. So yeah, yeah, that's definitely on the watch list. That is definitely I, on I, the watch list. I love that they managed to pair. The common, you know, tropes and themes of American superhero stuff with a little bit of like that Shonen Jump anime, like that, like the fight scenes feel more Dragon Ball Z than they do Adventures of Superman, you know, 
And because they are doing a more anime approach to their action scenes, they come off more vicious, in my opinion. Uh, when when Homeboy took out the Guardians of the Globe Oof. in the first episode, I said, what, we're he, we're, not only are we here, but look at this. Brutal. I've never seen this depicted in, in animation the way they did it. So super, super kudos on that. Definitely. Um, Loki season two. Don't know what that looks like after Quantumania. Um, talk about milking, right? Like they want Tom Hiddleston just around. They 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 they're upset they keep killing his ass. So uh, I liked Loki season one a lot. It wasn't my favorite Phase Four show. I think my favorite Phase Four show might be Moon Knight, um, but or WandaVision, possibly Moon Knight. Um, but. Yeah, Loki's going to return. We'll see what Sylvie does after she's destroyed the TVA. Um, very little has... I've, there's a trailer. There's very little in it. All we know is that Loki has seemingly come back to a universe in which Kang is the one in charge of everything. <laughs> yes. Which yes. now which now with Quantumanium coming up, I am... Well, damn, Quantumanium is going to definitely be before Loki Season 2. I can't imagine Loki Season 2 coming out <laughs> in the next two weeks yeah so yeah. so yeah well how is how is this how is this gonna all play together very strange i i don't mm-hmm. know um my question is kind of with this is like what's the end goal game does sylvie become our de facto loki is loki back like where do you see this eventually going do you think this series ends with none of these people having an effect on any of the other characters <laughs> That's the beauty of time travel. Yeah, you don't that's, have that's, to, right? You don't have you to. You don't nothing. have to. <laughs> nothing, nothing has to matter. You know what I mean? I, it's, it's, it's why it drives me nuts. So I, that's because that's how I felt even while watching the first season. I was sitting there going, okay, so at what point does Loki go back to where he was a prisoner of the Avengers in the first movie? Right. right? Because, mm-hmm. oh, but it finishes with, oh, now we have like, infinite timelines again so we can just do whatever we want it's like right like the i thought the first season was inventive so it's like but i also felt like they threw everything already against the wall so what what we already saw multiple loki's right we already saw the end of time basically so i'm very curious as to what else they can dig up from from in here yeah i that's like what I mean, don't get me wrong, time travel, this whole thing lends itself to if you're a clever enough writer, you can you can do so much crazy, clever things with it. Um, it just, in the end, I feel like you can't go too far. And at the same time, you also, um, I forgot where I was going with that thought. I'm sorry, but it just, it just, you can't go too far and you, you, how do you, how do you make it matter and make you feel like it matters when yeah, you know that, right? Like it, it's a self-contained story. So it's got, we have to, as visitors, uh, visitors, uh, viewers feel like we didn't waste our time. Like, like you said, something has to matter, but it doesn't necessarily have to matter to literally any other character in the MCU. <laughs> I kind of want to see Thor and see Loki again, though. There's a little bit of me that wants wants that reunion. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Maybe at Secret Wars, and then 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 everyone dies at the end of that, and we're, everybody's Gucci past that. That can work for me. Um, okay, we did Agatha, we did Loki, we did Ironheart, we did Echo, we did Invincible. What if season two? 
Did you like what? Did you see one of season one? I did. That I enjoyed. Yeah. Uh, that I enjoyed because, you know, within, with like reading those comics back in the day, mm-hmm. that was always like a fun thing to do because you always had those ideas of, man, in this story arc, had this thing changed, how cool would that have been? How would it have played out? So seeing that animated and for the sake of, of just being, um, like just, just having it be its own fun thing <clears throat> is cool. Um, it's the whole idea that don't don't try to make this crap matter. <laughs> yes, that, let that's us the just, one note. <laughs> like let it let it just be this fun thing that we have that we go. Yeah, remember remember that time that that Thor and Loki were were partying in Vegas. Like leave it at that. It doesn't need to be this thing that oh yeah we're we're gonna bring it into the MCU now. It's gonna be part of this whole multiverse and uh, stop stop like. Just let let us have fun. Let it be fun. It doesn't. Not everything needs to matter. It doesn't. Not it, it, we are. To me, the MCU is at that scope now where let's just have some fun. Let let's we we can do that now. Yeah. So what if to me lends itself perfectly to that if that's all we're doing. So you know, to me, within the boundaries of that story, because even with the, the whole idea that yeah, all these universes <clears throat> is heroes, you know, form this multiversal Avengers team to fight. That's what I was going to ask you. When they connect, does that take away or add? You think to the to the enjoyment? Um, because uh, antho- for, some people can view it. Some people can have enjoyment just on the anthology of it all, right? Like not yeah. connected, any of that kind of stuff. How did you feel when you found out that they did actually connect? Was it a disappointment, or did you find yourself more uh, invested? Uh, for for me, it, as long as it was just if this, it's fun little story. Mm. I was fine with it. Like the idea, I because I dug the idea that the vision would you know or, or ultron would take the stones from thanos and then use it to travel across the multiverse i i, I dug that and then because yeah. it works within the boundaries of the story of yeah like the watcher is watching all these multiverses so of course it would make sense that okay now the watched are becoming the watcher and traveling between the universes and now the watchers got to form this team to fight him so i i dug that within his boundaries however that doesn't need to happen all the time if if this next season is literally just these one and done stories fine fine do you, do you have a favorite uh what if season one episode um to me the the, the most <clears throat> hard-hitting episode was was the doctor strange episode i think that's everybody <laughs> that it, definitely it's... mine i try to use it to get dan to watch the series he has not watched the series by the way really you might, you might want to get on him for that he says the animation uh style is he doesn't like it huh interesting okay. i really want him to watch the last two episodes i think when ultron starts going on a on a tear it's yeah one of the best things i've ever seen in marvel ever like yeah. when he eats a planet <laughs> you know when he gets that big he eats a planet when yep, him yep, yep. And, and captain marvel go to war and basically blow up earth because it's just yep. so much power like all that stuff and the watcher being like is he looking at me <laughs> oh, yeah you're right like what he like, can see can he see can he see me like what is this that was so uh, yeah no it was it was a it was a very it was a very fun series and yeah i look forward to seeing what other what other stories they do yeah it was, it's gonna be it a lot was, of fun it was definitely good, but I want to ask you, is this too good to be true? We're getting a return of our X-Men. Ugh. <laughs> What's that about? You didn't like the, the 90s X-Men cartoon? I, I did, but leave it, leave it there, man. Yeah? Leave it there. Like, 
I, I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna be there, but I'm not. I'm not like hyped about it. You know, like yeah. it could. It could have just stayed there. I would much rather, honestly. And the '90s people are gonna be up my ass for this. I would much rather see them finish Wolverine and the X Men. Did you ever watch that? I haven't, but it has its loyal fan base. I've yeah, heard a lot of people I, really dig I how mean, they handle things it, in there. It was amazing. It started off kind of slow. It was it, it was like, wait, what the hell's going on here? You know, even me, I was like, why is it Wolverine and the X Men? Like, can we get away from Wolverine, please? Damn it! Mm-hmm. And but and so it built up slowly, but then once it got its got going, it was like, wow, this is a really good X Men cartoon because it really did ten. Like they, they they threw that Wolverine in front of there because they're like, hey man, we got to make sure people watch this thing. Um, <laughs> so they, but it really by mid season becomes an X Men show, and then it the 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 <laughs> what's the term, man? When when the season ends, the cliffhanger, the oh, cliffhanger yes. of the season was they do Age of Apocalypse, and I was like, oh, we're getting animated. Oh, Age so of they Apocalypse. got you right. And, they literally were feeding you, bro. No one and, else, <laughs> bro. They, oh, my, I was like, give me, give me, and and they were just like, yeah, now it's canceled. And I'm like, no way, no way. Whereas like the '90s X Men cartoon got to finish. It got to finish. It had yeah. it had a beginning, a middle, and an end. It ended beautifully with Magneto and Xavier coming to a resolution. Xavier got this beautiful death, and Magneto became a nice guy. And he said, "I will take over the the school." And it ends. It's like, wow, you, you this 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 X Men story got to end. So the fact that they're bringing it back is like, ugh, there's there's like either continue Wolverine and the X Men or just give me a new Wolver- a new X Men cartoon. <laughs> I don't need to rehash. I don't. That was. I don't need to rehash the the nineties X Men. I don't. I don't. I would. I would like to see if they could use that to make other household names. Because in many ways, I felt like the nineties X Men series did make that cast household names. There are people who don't read comics now, but know who Gambit is. You know, <laughs> and they know who Gambit is because of that cartoon. So I would like to see some of the the lesser known heroes get their just due. Um, maybe they maybe they can rotate the cast around. You know, we'll see how all that works. But fingers crossed. We also have, last but not least, we have. Uh, oh no, we got Gen V, which is like the Teen Titans of the boys. Are you a the boys fan? I am a fan of the boys. I am definitely a fan of the boys, but I want to see the boys. <laughs> you like, um, it, like even even um I know Amazon did that uh like they did that old they their own little anthology series for the boys that was animated, I believe. Yes. I, I didn't I didn't give a damn. Diabolical. Yes. There's there like is. there's like two episodes that are that are pretty good. I think past that it's just not- right like i watched like three of them and i was just like i, I don't care <clears throat> i don't care just give me the boys give me give me homelander and give me uh uh carl urban i can't remember oh, his butcher- name billy but, butcher, yeah, but, billy butcher but, yeah 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 Boy, yo, mate. Hey, Boy, mate. Bunch of- hey, where's you your know? balls <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Give me that. That's what I want to see. Even, even, um, even my man, um, uh, not, not, not. Uh, I'm, my super, my supernatural fans are gonna kill me. Oh, uh, Soldier Boy. 
Yeah, Soldier Boy uh, played beautifully by uh, not Jared Padalecki, but Dean. Dean. It's Dean. It's Dean. But <laughs> <laughs> no, I. It's um. God, now Jason Jensen Ankles. Jenkins Jensen Ankles. Yes, who yeah. also voiced Batman beautifully and as well. And Red Hood. And Red, Red Hood, Hood. Yeah, which yep. is pretty funny. So no, no, I um. But this Gen V thing, I, you know, I, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think they kind of just want to see if it, um, if it sticks. Yeah, yeah, if it sticks. Yeah, that's it. I mean, Amazon, Amazon. Well, I, I can't, I can't say this for sure. I've, but I feel like Amazon doesn't produce the most known mm-hmm. content. So right. anything that I guess will will make them extra money so that they can pay <laughs> other bills. <laughs> You know, I guess they're 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 trying because the boys. I do know that the boys is very well watched. Yes. So so you know anything that hey, if we could spin off the boys and make a little extra money, so we could fund these movies and other TV projects. Hey, sure. you're talking about you're talking about that funding. So Amazon closed a deal in November to bring DC animated shows to Prime Video. Yeah, like so- brand new ones. <laughs> yes. Huh? <laughs> Isn't that weird? Wow! Well, <laughs> like DC's like, oh, we don't got room for this. We're not paying for it. Oh, we'll pay you if you're gonna make it. Yeah. <laughs> and so yeah, that's that's happening there. Yeah, do um, this. Take take care of this. And um, I think it putting like Superman stuff up on the same platform that Invincible's on kind of funny. <laughs> I think that that's a little ironic. Yeah. But um. Yeah, the very last thing I have here on this list is a show called My Adventures with Superman. It's a Warner Brothers animated show. Uh, season one is supposed to be on HBO Max. The reason why I didn't, I, I'm not saying much about it is because one, it could be canceled by now. <laughs> Two, I don't know if HBO Max is going to be a thing a year from now with the Warner Brothers and uh, you know yep. uh, Discovery getting together. Rumor has it they'll be making a new streaming service just called Max. So be prepared for that. Um, do you still, sir, have the list that I gave you of some of the stuff we covered here today? Yeah. Okay. Can you give me you what you are most anticipating for a film and a show and what you're least anticipating for a film and a show? Because I think next year when we listen back to this point, it'll be very <laughs> interesting to see what we think is going to hit and what we think is not. Um, I'm most anticipating, um, honestly, The Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Okay. Seeing James Gunn's uh, as ending to these Guardian story, and mm-hmm. you know, seeing how he wraps up these characters that he's brought to life so beautifully and taken on this amazing journey. So I'm really looking forward that to that one for the for the most part. Um, mm-hmm. And as far as and as far as a a, a TV show, honestly, the the one I think that's going to be the most fun to watch is is What If. If if they do what if properly, it's just going to be this thing where every week you just get to enjoy a side story or a, a what if type story and go, oh man, that was that was that was fun, you know. Yeah. And you get to talk about it, and, and that's it. And it's not something you have to invest in a, a tremendous amount of time into, but you're going to get a lot of enjoyment out of it. So I I hope it's basically going to be a six or seven week uh, werewolf by night, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. think about I how much fun werewolf werewolf by night was, and it was just a one and done thing. So if what if if what if provides me that week to week fun for six or seven weeks, I'm I'm all for it. Um, the things I'm least looking forward to, oof, um, <laughs> I am definitely not. I, I, I to me, I'm just waiting to see the travesty that is Blue Beetle. Yeah, 
I, I it's the one that matters the least because even with the flash the flash might lead to something or give you a glimpse of what could have been uh aquaman to me is going to be fun but the blue beetle is going to is i i i'm like what do you what are, what are we what are we looking at here what are we looking at here uh so it, let's see let's see and then as far as the show i <laughs> I know, I know you're you're hoping for for this this amazing reveal of a show, but I really have no care and no hope for Agatha. I don't. I, I don't. I'm not at you. I'm not at you. <laughs> you know, I just I don't I don't see it. I don't see uh I don't see a reason to give a damn. <laughs> Keep it moving. I I I do not blame you for that. Um, if I'm if I uh, that's it. This is where this is me. I'm about to gamble right now. All right. Uh, future George, don't laugh at me too much for having these high <laughs> hopes. First and foremost, Spider Verse, bro. Spider Verse. I put all my money on that. I don't feel bad about that. I think we're we're good there. Uh, shows. That's rough. I was looking at these shows. They almost all feel like just dribbling. You know, like dribbling and passing the ball, and dribbling and passing the ball. Um, if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna. I think it's gonna end up being Loki. Loki feels like the safe bet because I like the character, I like the actor, and I like the character. Um, Secret Invasion, I want to love. That's the one I want to love, but I'm very trepidatious because I think that um, unless you do some very big reveals, it's it's not gonna matter much to the to the grand scheme of things. So I'm gonna go with Loki, and I'm gonna go with um, the Flash. And, oh, whoa. <laughs> In Spider-Verse. Uh, the things I am not looking forward to. Instantly, Gotham Knights. You're going to take all the awards. And I'm never even going to watch you so you could change my mind. Like, that's this is where I'm at with you, Gotham Knights. Your existence has allowed you to be the least anticipated thing ever of all time. Um, but <laughs> as far as films are concerned, I'm stuck between The Flash and Craven. Yeah. And now, that. and now I'm starting to think which I disliked more, Morbius or Black Adam. These are hard questions. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. Uh, I Michael Keaton can do no wrong. If he's still in the Flash, I might still enjoy that. There's nothing about Craven that I think I'm gonna enjoy. So DC, I mean uh, Sony, you're not fooling me three times. Least anticipated. Craven the Hunter and Gotham Knights, DC and Sony. Most anticipated, uh, again, Sony, <laughs> Spider Verse, and uh, Marvel with Loki. All right, fun, well, well, fun let's time. let's see let's see where we're at a year from now. And the only way to make sure that you can see where we're at a year from now is to make sure that you're here a year from now, which means taking care of yourself. But past that. Also means making sure that you're subscribed to the Matrix Issues podcast. It drops every single Wednesday. Knock on wood, and uh, oh, knock on vibranium, and <laughs> it is free of charge every single week. We post it at comicbookclick.com. It's the one stop for all things Comic Book Click. Our merchandise, articles about us, I mean, articles <laughs> that little bit of about us section about what we're trying to do here as far as Comic Book Click is concerned. But more importantly, every single episode of the Major Issues Podcast, that's over 260 episodes, over 500 hours of content exists at comicbookclick.com. So go ahead and check all that out. 
But what if you're listening to this podcast on a regular podcast player that you dig? You don't want to go to a website to check out all the new episodes. Well, you can subscribe to us on any podcast player. We're available at Podbean, Podcast Attic, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud. I think we're still on YouTube. But you can Google Major Issues Podcast and we'll be the first result always first result to pop up pretty proud of that <laughs> pretty proud yeah. that we exist in the, in the google space um there's only one major issues podcast and it's ours so make sure that uh you find us now we do this every week free of charge this podcast now let's say you listen to this podcast and you're like wow i really want to help those guys out well you can consider going to comicbookclick.com, hitting that support CBC link, and it will take you to our Patreon, patreon.com slash CBC Clubhouse, where for as little as 10 cents a day, $3 a month, you can help us keep the lights on here and afford the hardware and the software we're going to need in the future. We've got some big things coming in the future. Uh, I've already started to, uh, to explore some additional content options for Comic Book Click, and as soon as those things get finalized, we'll announce it to the world. But until then, we are still, you know, crowdfunding. We're still um, bare bones here, and we're trying to do our best. So every bit of support counts. So you can support us by going to becoming a patron and giving us, uh, you know, almost like a, a monthly donation to help us keep things running here smoothly. You can go to ComicBookClick.com and hit that Shop CBC link. It'll take you to our T Public store with all designs exclusively designed by my, by myself, by me. <laughs> and every one of those purchases, we get a kickback. Uh, so consider buying a one of a kind piece of merchandise. Not only do you get to own it and no one else have it, but you get to support us. I think that's a win win. So consider doing that there. The last way you could support us is telling a friend to tell a friend rate and review the podcast on on itunes we give you guys this every week free of charge we do a lot of homework we do a lot of research uh, we're giving you guys our best takes our best bits of energy all we ask is that that energy gets transferred back to us help people find us by either recommending the podcast or rating and reviewing us on itunes which is the quickest way for people to find our podcast especially if we're high ranked so consider doing that it costs you nothing and it helps us out immensely as we build our fan base for the future i've been to the future where we do become the latest and greatest thing to come to comic books and comic book media but i can't tell you how we do it and if i do ezra miller gets a trilogy and nobody wants that so we're trying to make sure that uh we keep things on the up and up over here at Comic Book Click. So make sure that you're telling a friend to tell a friend. And last but not least, engagement, people. We're growing our social media channels. Hit us up, facebook.com slash comic book click, Instagram at comic book click, or you can use that hashtag comic book click to talk about the newest, hottest, latest, and greatest things to come to comic books and comic book media. We have a hell of a year in front of us with just the content that we've told you guys about in this episode. We got so many things that we'll be doing on the side and major issues podcast drops every single wednesday so thank you guys for listening to this episode where we uh covered all things in 2023 and you guys better be here for the next one it's gonna be a good one that's right but but my name is george serrano aka the don and i am b rogue for days aka alex thank you again for having me always and this is our predicting 2023 uh 
podcast episode. And remember, whether 2023 is your year or not, the party at CBC is never going to stop. Remember to join us in all of our exciting new ventures across the interwebs in the future. Remember that you are part of the clique. And always remember that you, yes, you are worthy. 